Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Thursday Night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I'm very excited to be here tonight. I'm very excited that you guys are here with us. And it's going to be just going to be an amazing night. We have some things to do before we get started, though. And first of all, that is, if you would like to call in tonight and read on the show, the number to call in is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. All righty. And then just uh, follow the prompts, and we'll let you know what to do when you get called in. All righty. Awesome. So, some announcements before we get started. If you are not part of our Worldwide Poetry Project yet, you know how long it took me to practice saying that so that I didn't, like, trip over my tongue? If you are not part of our Worldwide Poetry Project yet, (laughs) come check out what we're doing. It's at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash rock that poem. It's just what it sounds like. It's easy as rock, paper, scissors, and a little bit of glue and get poetry out there into the hands of the world. It can be your favorite poem, your favorite piece of a poem, a haiku. It can be a piece of your poetry or whatever. Just, yeah, rock that poem. Check out what we're doing. Amazing fun. All right, next thing. If you are interested in putting together a workshop, you can, probably the easiest way to get a hold of me is shoot me a message on Facebook. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. Alrighty. Shoot me a message and let me know what you'd like to put together. You do not have to be a professional workshop provider in order to do one of these. It's just a chance for us to spend a little bit more intimate time together than we are allowed to do here on the show, and the whole concept of it is is that we all have something to teach and we all have something to learn. You can do this on anything you want. You can talk about your favorite poem, your favorite poet, your favorite genre of poetry, your favorite era of poetry. You can take a poem and read it and dissect it. You can do whatever you want. If you want to do an actual workshop where you take someone step-by-step through the process of writing um writing a poem, then you can do that. If you want to do something where, uh, you know, you just you, you go through the structures of how to do a haiku in, in instructional type, you know, or talk about submitting or talk about doing spoken word, whatever you want to do, let me know. The shows can be anywhere from a half an hour to three hours long. We can pre-record these. So if you want to just put together a workshop on your own and record it on your computer and send me over the MP3 file, that would be amazing, and uh, uh, like I said, you can just do those anywhere from a half an hour to three hours in length, and we're good to go. Uh, you can do them, so you can do them pre-recorded. You can do them live if you want to have audience participation, or you can do a combination of both. Like we can play the recorded part of the workshop at the beginning, and then after that's over, we can jump on live and talk with people and have them call in and ask questions. So whatever you want to do, it's going to be a lot of fun. We actually have one coming up next week because I will be gone 
next week. Um, we are going to be doing a workshop. I'm trying to quickly pull up all my paperwork on it. Um, I don't think, actually, I don't think that I'm going to tell you what it's going to be. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to make you wait to find out what it is. But we are going to have George Wiley and Stanley Phillips. They're going to be putting these workshops together. Uh, with us next week. If you want to pre-record something real quick and get it sent it over to, let me know. And uh, because I don't know if I'm going to be doing a whole three hours, we're going to try to piece together a bunch of little workshops. So next week, bring your notebook, bring your journal, bring whatever it is that you write in, bring a pen. I don't want you sitting at your computer. I want you to have a pen and paper in your hands. You know, people don't realize this, and this is kind of funny, but I love I, I love writing with an ink and quill, a dipping pen. And I love to type on an antique typewriter. All of my writing I do freehand in a journal. And then I take them onto the computer and polish them up on there and do edits and stuff on there after I'm done in my journal. And I could have 15 versions of the same poem, one after another, things scratched out. In fact, on my page there's a a photo album with pages from my journal so you can actually see what a mess it is. but my point is is that you write differently. Every time, if, when I'm sitting there and typing and writing on the computer, my brain is in a much different place than when I dip the pen and I write with a quill because you can't write swiftly with a, qu- a quill. It kind of drags across the paper. It scratches the surface. There's a sound to it. There's a feel to the pen in your hand. And it just makes your brain in a different place. So you guys should do that. You should all, you know, don't, be always be glued to a computer or or electronics. Take time to sit and hand write things out. You know how many times have you lost something online? You know, try using a quill pen. If you don't have a quill pen, let me know. I have lots of quill pens. Okay. So I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but I did. So yeah. Okay. So workshops, pre-recorded, live, or combination of both. All right. And it will be a lot of fun. We have the one coming up next week. And I think I think that's all on that part. All right, next, I want to make sure that we say a beautiful I love you and thank you to our show's sponsors this year, Star Sevron, James, Wensapian, and Roy Murdoch. Roy here for the beer. want to thank you guys for helping sponsor the show this year and keeping us at our three-hour license. Love you guys very much on behalf of all the poets. Thank you. You know, we've we've uh, next. You guys realize next month we'll have been on the air for 12 years. 12 years. That's double the time most marriages last. <laughs> I mean, seriously, 12 years we've been doing this together, and I'm so proud of the the community that we have created, and you know, the the all acceptance. you know, there's no segregation of any sort here. Everybody is different, and everybody is so supportive, and everybody is just nurturing and inspiring, and I love it. You know, I'm so proud of you guys. So, yeah, thank you, sponsors. Thanks to everybody for this community. All right, so next. At the beginning of every show, so if you're ever sitting there some night and you're thinking, oh, I don't know what to write, um, you can go back to the beginning of any of our shows, and within the first 10 minutes of the show, I give out writing prompts and writing exercises. So if you ever get stuck, just pull up our archives, hit a week, and, and get yourself a prompt, okay? 
So uh, we're going to start the show off with a prompt or the week off with a prompt. So if you have your paper and uh, pencil in front of you, you can write this down. The writing prompt, now prompt is a seed planted in your brain. It's meant to take root. It's meant to grow into something. Um, the prompt can be the title to your poem. It can be a line in your poem. It can be the uh, the you know basically the the you know what your poem's about. It, you know it can be um, I can give you the prompt and it can make you think of something that made you think of something and it grew into this. But it's something inspired by the prompt. So it can be the title, a line in, or the concept of, or the growth for, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so anyway, the prompt for this week, which is designed to create a poem at the end, was my point in all that, is before the coffee is made. Before the coffee is made. And you can take any twist on that and take that in any direction you want to take it. I think it's kind of an interesting one. Before the coffee is made. All right. Now, our exercise, an exercise is not meant to create a poem. It's not meant to create something pretty. It's basically to get your pen moving. It's just exactly what it, it sounds like, an exercise. You know, it's to, it's to make you think in a way that you normally wouldn't think, uh, look at something in a way that you normally wouldn't look at it, write about it in a way you normally wouldn't write. So this is just a, a pen mover, you know. So if you have a journal, you should really keep a journal and uh that way you can write all these down, have all your things in one place, and never throw away any of your writing. I've got so many journals. I've got apple boxes full of journals from when I was a teenager. It's crazy. Anyway, so this week we're just going to do a free write. And I've been talking a lot lately about concrete images, and so I thought I, was going to move, I would move away from that tonight and uh, take a look at another aspect of writing. And that's the where you start, where you end up, but the steps in the middle, how did you get there? So it's it's basically the from the beginning of your poem, it's the plot that takes you to the end message. You know, so when you're writing you think you should think of, okay, what is it I want to say? How am I going to say it and what's the point I want to make at the end? So this kind of, you know, is kind of an exercise in in script in uh kind of scripting your poem. So it's just a free write, not a lot of steps to it. It's just the concept again. So this is just meant what put your hand down on the paper and it's not supposed to be a poem. It's not supposed to it can be whatever. Just put your pen on the paper and keep it moving until you're done. All right. And done doesn't mean two seconds after you start. It means give yourself at least five minutes of free write time. And any time after five minutes, then you can stop. <laughs> All right, so the free write exercise for you this week is you come across a pack of matches, a pack of matches um, that sets off a series of uncanny events. So start your story or your write with, I want that it has to start with this. My mother always told me not to play with fire. All right, and then end it with, the last line in it has to be, and that's how I ended up in the middle of nowhere naked. So I'll go through that one more time. You come across a pack of matches that sets off a series of uncanny events. Start your story with, 
My mother always told me not to play with fire. End it with, and that's how I ended up in the middle of nowhere naked. So by giving you a clear starting place and a clear ending point, it really makes you have to think about the steps in the middle, how you get to your end point. So it's a really fun exercise. And um, you know, if you want to do some twists on it, if you have fun with this and you want to try it, you can always do, my mother always told me not to run with scissors. And in the end, that's how I ended up blank. You know, you can make your own different takes on this just to have some fun with your free rights or write it about somebody, you know, you know, your teacher or your boss, you know. His mother always told him not to blank. That's how he ended up blank. <laughs> oh, boy, that would be fun to write, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay. All right, guys, next. We always start and end every episode with an audio track from one of our poets. And then we try to fit as many, depending on how the callers are during the show, we try to fit in as many of them as we can during the show. So if you are a recording artist or you have something of yours in MP3 formats, any of your spoken word, you can email those to me. Uh, the word the is in the email title. It's thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com, thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. All right. Go ahead and send me over your piece. Put MP3, audio track, recording, or something like that in the subject line for me, and we'll get uploaded, get it uploaded to the show's library and be able to play it. All righty. And if you're not a recording artist, I highly suggest you do that. You need a headset with a microphone. Uh, download from uh, download.com. Download a program called WavePad. It's a free recording program you can use on your uh, computer. It's real simple. You can, almost like copying and pasting a document, copy and paste your voice track over the top of a music track, and boom, you're done. Anyway, so I suggest trying that. And, and it's one of those things, you know, I love to do things that push you out of your comfort zones. You know, it's only when you're out of your comfort zone that you're going to grow, that you're going to learn something new, that you're going to experience something, you know. Otherwise, you know what happens if you stay in your comfort zone. You know, pretty soon back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, you're in that rut. That's where people think writing block comes from, or writer's block comes from. But that doesn't exist, by the way. That's another one of my workshops. There's no such thing as writer's block. It's like the boogeyman. If you don't believe in it, it can't hurt you. All right, so <laughs> the track that I chose to play is by Cassidy Froust, and it's called The Knife That Carves. Here we go. There's a boy in my fiction class whose gaze slides down every girl's sundress. His eyes are full of kleptomania, as if he's already planning what parts of their bodies he would steal first. I watch him as he does it. I know when he stares at me, my heartbeat turns pouring rain against my chest, but sometimes my gaze slides down the same girl's sundress, and I wonder what she tastes like. Don't ask her name, but wonder how she'd feel cupped in my palm. Sometimes I describe my breasts as apples, or grapefruit, or melons. Treat my body as something to devour. Name it as if its only use were consumption. I've been learning this for years. My body silver platter just for their enjoyment. So sometimes I forget that being prey doesn't mean that I can't be hunter. And then it's Saturday. 
and I'm with my best friend, our bodies numb with alcohol, and I'm straddling her. Our clothing shed like a snakeskin trail from my couch to my bedroom, and most of this night is a blur. Hands, tongues, breasts, breasts, our bodies nodding together like ivy. This new flesh that is so close to my own. We ask, is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? And we spit the words out too quickly. Neither wanting to be the one left holding on, the one who forgets to fill the space with permission. So, when I black out that night, I don't worry. I assume my lips have carried out their script. Assume I know what trespass feels like. I would have stopped before I got there. But I've been learning this for years. My body feast. Her body feast. My body never the knife that carves it. I may not crack the bone, but I do drink the marrow. Sometimes it's so sweet that I forget the violence is still mine, so I don't text my best friend in the morning. I don't wonder if my breath left scars. I check under the bed every night for monsters, but never the mirror. Not because I do not know what lurks, but because this beast is a part of me I don't know how to kill. Believe me, I've tried. I only masturbate to the thought of straight boys and of stop talking to cute girls at parties, and this is not a fear of wanting them, but a fear that I don't know how to love anyway but devouring, but I'm still staring at the sundress. And I still haven't texted my best friend, and no matter how gently I hold her hands, I'm scared. I still have claws. She is such a powerful, powerful poet. I absolutely love her work. She's all over YouTube, guys. You can check her out there. Uh, Once again, that's Cassidy Froust, F-O-U. F-O-U-S-T, and that's the knife that carves. So once again, if you'd like to have your tracks played on the show, you can email those to me. We'll get uploaded and and have them on here. We'd love to have them. All right, so once again, poets, what comes next? (laughs) We are going to get to the open mic portion of our show. So if you would like to call in once again, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. Alrighty. Make sure you listen for your telephone area code. That will let you know when I'm bringing you on the air, such as area code 419 will be our first caller tonight. Alrighty. So listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please introduce yourself. That's very important. You want to make sure that people know who's reading as well as have your name attached to your work. You never want to send your work out there in the universe without your name on it. Sorry, I dropped my pen. I was trying to do that very nonchalant because this is radio, and you would never see me stooping under my desk while I'm trying to talk to grab my pen, you know, unless I tell you. So I'm really glad it's radio and you don't know. Anyway, (laughs) make sure that you introduce yourself and let people know who you are. Next, uh, let me take a look at the phone lines. We're, We're kind of full on the phone lines tonight, so you can read one normal poem or two short poems, okay? And you know what I'm talking about (laughs) for you epic poem writers. Um, 17 pages is not a short poem, even though it is your shortest poem. So anyway, you can start off reading one normal piece or uh, two short pieces. Keep your reads right 
about the five-minute mark. Be courteous to the people waiting in line behind you. All righty. And then when you're done reading, make sure that you give everybody your URL. Let them know how they can come find you and get to know you and your work better before you come back here and read again next week. Then remember, most importantly, that this is a mature-rated show. So you're bound to hear just about anything with the exception of hardcore erotica. No bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B. Uh, you know, keep it a little ethereal and, and we'll be good to go. So we don't have an adult rating, so no word porn, but everything else is good. All right, with that said, let's go ahead and get to our callers. Like I said, we have, I'm going to go ahead and give you the first three. We have 419 is our first caller, followed by 989. And then we have area code 832. So you kind of know where you're coming up. All right, let's go ahead and bring on 419. 419, you're on the air. Hi, Nyla Shelley. How are you? Boy, you were a fast caller tonight. <laughs> yeah, and I have to laugh because are my poems ever normal? When <laughs> you said read a normal poem, I'm sitting there like, crap, is the one I picked out normal? <laughs> <laughs> Nor, you you realize how loosely I use that word, even when I use that word normally. <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping and praying it fits your normal criteria because I really I'm not sure if it's normal or not. I don't oh, have a nice. normal criteria. As long as there's no, <laughs> as long as you don't have the word nipples in there, we're good. <laughs> oh, I'm totally good, but I could always imp- improvise that. No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> All right, so you you uh, can read that poem, but somewhere in there you have to add a line now. Oh, oh my gosh, um, maybe at the end. <laughs> maybe not, I don't know. That's you have funny. to freestyle a line in there somewhere. <laughs> okay, I, I will do that. Listen for it, okay? I can okay. try to. Okay, so this is, um, I haven't titled it yet, and I actually was working on it just tonight, so it's kind of really raw, fresh, and I just kind of want to read it, because then as I read it through, then I can edit it and all that fun stuff as well. So, okay. Um, This is Shelly Gambino, if anybody was wondering. I didn't know. (laughs) Um, Where is my mindset lately, Miss Starstruck lover, contemplating intricate details of my life, the journey I continue to take, not once knowing where my passion it did come from, from somewhere deep inside, someplace I had not known before until I found myself plunged knee-deep in whatever life situation I may find myself next, life the complex, my mind perplexed. Where will this road take me now? Each day I am amazed at the sunrise. I soak it in so much that even if it doesn't appear, my memory I hold dear until the day dawns anew. I love you. You are the sunlight in my yearning eyes. You are magnified in my daily life so much. I want you to be there. My journey has led me to you. A will forever, I will forever be thankful for the stars that were aligned that day. You see, I needed to meet you as my eyes saw nothing but you across the parking lot, absorbing your beauty and your endless smile, the way you carried yourself with such confidence and grace. I could see it all over your face. What a personality. Before you even spoke a single word, and next I knew you were the presenter and prolific performer of your own dignified proverbial talent, the soul in which you poured into your music the very spirit of you entranced me. And as I intently listened to each and every of your syllabic sounds, it was my face that was drenched as the tears rolled down. 
I felt your heart in your cadence. I felt your heart in your word. I just knew you were special. I never knew I would ever see you again. So briefly after the show of your spectacular and stellar performance, I needed to meet you. I just felt compelled to tell you what was in my heart. As I heard yours loud and clear, I mentioned how much you, your song moved me to tears. And in my life, I could relate my years. I felt your soul. I figured I had to let you know. The day, that day, day, then and there, I could not have imagined would have changed my life. A while later, I met you at a different venue, and you offered me the opening up of your home for a place that I may stay. I could not just let this opportunity slip away. With the most heartfelt thanks, I accepted your very kind offer. A year had since went by from that day. A year in time, I had been away. Then somewhere out of the blue, I reached out, I contacted you, and to this very day, I'm so very glad I did. We got along from where we left off. Only back then, our timing was not in sync. And now may our time be to our own rhythmic measure, just to know you and to have you shine on in my life. I am so glad to have been there that fateful day I met you. You are a spotlight so golden and my life's greatest treasure. My heart, it skips a beat when you call my name. I sent prayers to find someone so loving, so tender, so true. God answered my call when he led me to you. And peace. <laughs> that was beautiful. I couldn't that say was Nicole, I would have ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was waiting. It led me to your nipples. <laughs> I was going to say that at the end, and it's may you touch my nipple, but I couldn't. Chickened out. I didn't want to ruin it. <laughs> maybe my next. Maybe my next one. <laughs> Do you know what's really funny is we we talk about you know, uh, you know, seed of thought. All right, so I teased about that at the beginning of the poem, about the word nipple. But that put me all of a sudden, you know, how we, that's one of the things that's so amazing to me about how inspiration works. Because if I say nipple to somebody, the image that instantly pops into their brain is going to be completely different than the one that pops into mine. Because when I said that, the, the first thing that came to mind was breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Okay, which put me my mindset in a very maternal place. And so when you're reading that poem, and I want you to do this for me um, so you can understand what I, was, what I was hearing in the poem, up until the part where you see him across the parking lot, mm-hmm. I want you to read that entire part and think about the spirit of a child. Okay, this is where my brain went, guys. Don't laugh at me, all right? But think of the spirit of the chi- of a child up there in the stars, and it's searching for its soulmate, which is its mother. Hmm. Okay? And so the spirit of the child is searching and finds the person that's going to be their mother. You know, and then how, you know, the child knew the mother before the mother knew the child type of thing. So the, the child knew the mother and chose her and came to her and then the mother gives birth and is and knows the child and is holding the child and has your breastfeeding your you know the mother is passing her spirit her her primalness her amazingness her you know as everything is she's passing it on to her daughter and now her daughter mm-hmm. carries her mother inside her so that's where my the entire time you're reading that that was the picture that was going on in my brain so i want you to reread that later tonight mm-hmm. and think of it on that in that way because I thought that's where you were going because that's where my brain went because of the, you know, the whole train of thought thing, but it was a fantastic piece, fantastic piece. 
I almost want to send it to mother. me so I can dissect it and make it a different poem. <laughs> well, funny you said it to me too because I just my my mom and I have been kind of we have issues, but um, lately and it's been on my mind a lot. So when you said that about my mother, it's probably somewhere deep inside of me where that came from because I have been thinking about her a lot lately. So yeah. <laughs> wow, that's cool. So yeah, think about think about take the first half of that poem. And, I mean, it's your poem. You can take it apart and do and play with it and do whatever you want. But take the first part of that poem and then look through the second part for all the lines that would finish that poem without making it about the boy in the parking lot. Gotcha. And see if you can turn Because, I mean, that to me that was, that was I mean, the poem on itself was amazing. But even but if you don't do that with this poem, one. I think that you should explore that line of thought and use that for homework. Nice. I will have to do that. Very cool. Yeah. All right, Shelly, my darling little tornado. <laughs> you know that's my nickname. Um, You're my little tornado, right? I'm your tornado. Uh, why is that? <laughs> They're okay. So just because you're always so up and hyper and fun, you know, you know, I understand oh. <laughs> how that what that's like. <laughs> and there's a song, and it actually comes from a song. The the thought comes from a song by a group called The Kills, K I L L S, and mm-hmm. it, the song's called Little Hurricano. She's my little tornado, nice. my little hurricano. So every time I talk to you, that song goes through my head because you're my little, uh, you're my little tornado, my little hurricano. Is the line <laughs> of that song. I'll have to I'll have to check it out because I have not no idea what song that is. So I'll check it out. <laughs> not a lot of people know that group. They're they're kind of they're kind of like weird. Weird. I like weird. I'll, I like I'll send weird. you. I'll I'll grab you the link and send it to you so you got the right version. That's, that's awesome. I I'll appreciate po- I'll that. post it on my page. How about that? That'll sound. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and tag you. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, Shelly, my love. Please do me a favor and tell. Her. Tell everyone how to find you. Um, I'm actually on Facebook, uh, Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y, Gambino, G-A-M-B-I-N-O. You can send me a friend request there. Also, um, poetical, poetical, not political, poetical intrigue is my public um, page where I actually publish my poetry on it. So it's all my poems. There might be thoughts of the day, stuff like that, but it's not the other opinionated, jokey kind of stuff. It's um, just all strictly my writing, if anyone's intrigued to read more of my writing. But it's called poetical intrigue. And that's also on Facebook as well. So anybody that wants to look me up. (laughs) And thank you, Nyla. (laughs) You're welcome, sweetheart. I'll get that video sent over to you. You have a good evening, and may the nipple be with you. (laughs) (laughs) The nipple is strong in this one. This is not the nipple you're looking for. (laughs) I'm thinking of a baby bottle. (laughs) I don't have maternal instincts, so baby bottle. Oh, there you goes my rating shot here. to hell. Uh-oh. Oh, crap. It just went in the red, didn't it? Shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right, Shelly, great job, evening. honey. Hey, if you want to call in uh, and read another one, just press 1 to get out of the lineup and press 1, and it'll put you right back in, and, and you can rotate through again and share another if you'd like. Sure. All right. I, I appreciate that, and thank you. You're very welcome, my dear. We'll talk to you in a little bit, All honey. Right. Yeah, all right, thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, our next caller comes from area code 989. 989, you're on the air. Oh, hello, Nyla. This is George Wiley. Hey, George. How are you, my love? 
Well, I'm good, except that it's a little hard to follow a nipple into a poetry reading. <laughs> I can't have anything like that to offer. Um, my, but anyway, See, now you know um, what girls really talk about when they, oh, right. you know, when it. when they run right. away to the bathroom together. Yeah. Yeah, you mean we write right. nipple poetry. Yeah, when we talk about, yeah, when we talk about <laughs> tuck tape. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, the um, both. Uh, I'm going to read two short poems tonight, and the nipple lovers aren't going to like them because they're both about birds. And the last time I looked, birds don't have nipples. Um, so I'll have to. Haven't have you to, ever heard of a chicken breast? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely have, but this. All right, I'm just going to leave it right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. The um, okay. Well, this is um, as I said, two two short poems, uh, both about birds. This first one is called uh, "Broken Wing." A baby song sparrow with a broken wing jitters in low panic across the grass in a search for survival. Must have failed its first solo flight. I pick its gray speckled fearless fearfulness up and cradle it, trying to figure where best to place it. Nature says the injury is mortal, a balance of the unfit and the fit. It cannot eat. No vets do sparrows. Only my humble hospice remains. So when I can grab it, I move it to safety under thick flowers and sprinkle niger seed and water aside it. But a neighboring cat may find it. But in its overreaching fear, it struggles away from help and runs to a hopeless and strained horizon, which it will never reach like we sometimes do. But it has brothers and sisters who will succeed like we sometimes do. End of poem. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Now, have you read that one here before? You've read that one here before, haven't you? I was trying to, I did, I keep like a little checklist, and I didn't have it on for reading it here before, so I apologize if I did read it here. No, it's okay. You can read the same piece here twice, three times. I mean, I've been doing this for 12 years. I don't remember the poem you read eight years ago. (laughs) No. But the reason I ask is because. But I may have read that. If I'm okay, so did you have you edited that from when you first wrote it to now? I think just a little, yeah. I edit most of my stuff. I I can't re, I can't looking at this poem here. I can't recall where I edited it. Um, but or I maybe think I, I did. was it. What, didn't I read a post about the bird on your page? Oh, that's right. You this this was on that's right. Page. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Well, so. Anyway. I think I, that you've read that one before, but I can. It's different now than when you read it the first time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I think that you edited the ending a little bit or something, because it's. And I, I love it. I, I'm. I'm. Glad, I'm happy that I've got to hear that twice. So yeah, you guys. I don't care if you. You know, there's people listening today that weren't listening a week ago. New list. New. You know, listeners. New people tuning into the archives. There's going to be people 20 years from now. Are going to hear a show, and so you know, don't worry about mm-hmm. whether you've read something. If you've got something you really like and you right. want to read it, read it. Okay, well, I've tried to avoid that up till now, but um, I understand and uh, appreciate it. <laughs> okay, the next one is also about birds, a little different tone to this one. It's called 
Alas, the morning dove. Alas, the morning doves. Perhaps not the brightest blokes in the flock. Noisy, maybe clumsy, when they fly. No stealth, no flitting about and tweeting, no aerial agility. I watched a pair just now as a thunderstorm arrived. Most birds find a sure spot on a branch or in a dense bush to huddle out of the storm. Even the big, slow, wild turkeys go to the branches. But not the morning doves. They they must fear their balance on the wind-blasted branches, so they go to the ground under a tree and stand there looking about, their eyes shut if the rain is hard. When the storm passes, they waddle out look, looking around. Three, though, was it? Nope. Where are we? Now, I'm not criticizing doves. I actually like them. I'm not a bird elitist. I'm just merely likening them to congresspersons. And my lovable doves don't seem to know what's going on. And when they are working a feeder and the other smaller, angry birds come at them, they don't. They just don't move but keep on pecking. Yep, yep, that's tasty, yep. End of poem. <laughs> you know... They always say that if you're trying to deliver a strong message, that you should somehow try to throw humor in because it makes people feel relaxed and off guard. You know, like if you're doing a, if you're doing a, you know, that's one of the, the first rules of in writing a horror scene as well. You know, if you're building up to something super, super scary, if you can add something funny in there and make them laugh, by human nature, their guard drops way down. And then you bring out the big scare, you know, and it's the same thing that, you know, you do that a lot in your poetry. You'll be writing about something, throw in that little bit of humor, and then just slap us at the end. You're very good at that, mm-hmm. you know, with your oh, message, with you. what you're I, trying to get across. It's very powerful. Right. Well, thank you. I, uh, I you know, mostly meant it is, is humor, of course, but um, it's, um, and you know, there's always somebody who thinks, oh, I'm a defender of morning doves. I have 800 pictures of morning doves over my family room. And so you have insulted us, George, by picking on our poor, sort of slow-minded morning doves. But I, I apologize to them because they are like that. But they're still, uh, you know, I still feed them and uh, like them. Okay. Uh, so that's really all I have, Nyla. And that's plenty. <laughs> so, so check your messages. I sent you a message. Um, I don't know if you were on at the beginning of the show and I was talking about that, but you and um, Stan and I are going to be doing a workshop right. together. And so I have to get some information from you guys or get some information to you guys so you can be ready. Right. I so I may try calling message. you guys after yeah. the show. Right. Great. That sounds great. Okay, we'll be here. Uh, in order to hear anything by me or see anything by me, it's a, I have a Facebook page called uh, George Wiley Writes. And then I have a few things on uh, allpoetry.com. Awesome. That is it. <laughs> and I'll be looking forward to hearing with you and Stan on how we do this. Very cool. All right, I'll talk to you in a little bit, and thank you so much. And Shelly, I put that up on my page for you to check out, just so you know, or if anyone else wants to hear that song. All right, we'll talk to you later, sweetie. Thank you. Okay.
Bye. <laughs> I was holding him ransom. You can't leave yet. <laughs> you just have to sit here while I yammer. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code eight three two. Then we're gonna have two one nine and nine one zero. Eight three two, you're on the air. And then uh Soldier Blue, what did I do with my pen again? There it is. Jeez. Okay. Hi. Hi, Soldier Blue. How are you, darling? <laughs> huh? Oh. I'm sorry, I had the volume turned on, I couldn't hear you. Um, okay, now here I am. <laughs> Welcome to the show, sweetheart. It's good to hear from Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of, I don't know, I've kind of been looking at some of these things here I got and wasn't really sure which one I wanted to read. I mean, I know what I was saying last week, but it's kind of like I ended up really... I don't know. I'm not really there with it right now. Um, I got one that I wrote to put in put in there, and it's this is one going to be one of those that it's a uh, pretty much like an ongoing story for for a little while. I don't know how it ends yet, so I haven't seen the uh, latest on the news uh, news reels so to speak, as to what happened next. Uh, anyway, this is this what I've seen so far. And it's called Dripping Dreams. Slogans dripping from the heat, the beat of the drum, sick, and the different dreams, less sleep, what does it mean to trust in me? What is that worth? A breath of reincarnation. Sacred games of chance throw the bones. What he got for. Spill the bones. Draw the six of crows. Gaki, what's your sacrifice? Let us make a conjuring of the sky. Take what we can from the visions of knowing understanding what we read of our indigenous relations, visions of sorrow, call them second sight. These are the colors, almost the blue-green clay of shifting wood smoke. Down, down, the dawn to drown in the welter of rain barrels, the welter of a night's dreaming. Through glass chambers of city streets, beneath riverbeds, what happens next? Helicopter blades that chuff and repeat, unrepentant indigenous resistance leader, the Mapuche people taken to the open court of the free republic of chile oh what happens next we are body language expressive posture i am he who stands before you in cuffs bulletproof kevlar over indigenous dress the mission is clear, the message 
is stark. I am chained by an ascending window, and you fear me. Who is really wearing these chains? What happens next? Thoughts exist. Who says everything has been spoken? Some things are reserved for the language of flesh. As for the rest, we shall see what happens next. What's next? Bones of dreaming. Songs of sacred breath. The wolf-like wind still blowing. That was phenomenal. That one that uh, was really, really amazing, Soldier Blue. Well, thank you. I, 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 I was looking. You know, I mean, I have, uh, I have on my on my page. I have the uh, Telesur North, and I don't know if you're familiar with what that is, but basically that's the uh, uh, kind of like the uh, headline news for uh, uh, Latin America. And uh, being as how I basically started out first six years of my being down there, I'm always interested to see what's happening with my relations on the other side of the borders here. And I saw picture of this uh, man of the Mapuche people and he was in cuffs and he was wearing a Kevlar dress over or Kevlar vest over his uh, his uh, clothes and he was in a in a uh, helicopter surrounded by uh, by the police and their you know their suits and armor and helmets and dark shades and everything else. And it's, you know, it's kind of like the final word was, you know, they were saying that they were taking him off to uh, the free Republic of Chile. And if you know anything about Latin America, ain't nothing free down there. So that's saying, you know, having that as a last line is kind of like that bitter irony. It's like taking him to Leper Island. Oh, you better believe it. There ain't nothing free about that, you know, going down below the border here. And I'm telling you, I mean, it's, I mean, people up here don't understand. You know, they want, they want to act like they're, what, what's left of their civil rights are all bulletproof pieces of things that they can use, you know, for their own benefit. And you have no idea how cheap life is down, you know, down in other places. You could be saying something to somebody, and all of a sudden, a, a soldier walking down the street hears you, and all of a sudden, that's a, about 15 bullets right up your spine and kicking your body over to the curb and just walking on. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. You better believe it's something that's special to speak out when you're when you're in that kind of a situation and you know exactly what's going to happen if you do. Yeah. All right, my darling, tell everybody how they can come show you some love. All right. Yeah, I'm on uh, Facebook, and you can see find me at Rafe Wild and at uh, Facebook.com, and in parentheses underneath it says Soldier Blue, so that's me. And I'm always trying to keep up on top of things, and uh, it seems like 
recent months in the last well last two months anyway a lot of the uh my sisters have been uh, gone missing and some of them have been found and one of the girls just found was a little 10-year-old girl and they found her body outside of one of the towns up there in Alaska and they just recently found the remains of like a 15-year-old girl down on our side of the line of things and it just continues conversation of my silenced sisters continues so be ready for that I'm going to I'm going to be writing more on them. I'm Very not cool. going to not going to walk away from them either. Mm-mm. No, it, you don't have it in you. All right, hon. Nope. We love you dearly. Great job tonight, Thank and we you. will talk to you next week. All right, baby. Yes, indeed. All right. Thank you, hon. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. So I want to let area code. Hang on. I get him muted. All right. I want to let area codes 734-510 and 989 know that you are not in the lineup. If any of you would like to come on to the show, press 1, and it will put you in the lineup, and I know to bring you on. If you're here just listening, fantastic. Enjoy the show. Once again, that is area code 734 area code 510, and area code 989. If any of the three of you would like to come on the air, just press 1 on your phone, and you can do so at any time if you change your mind and want to come on a little bit. All righty? Okay, let's get to our next caller, which comes from area code. I'll give the next three. We have 219, 910, and 903. So, 219, you are on the air. Again, this is Now this is Brother O from in Indiana. Hey, Brother O. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Night's off to a great start. I'm having fun. And uh, and you're here. Oh, thanks. thanks for having me on every Thursday. You're very welcome. The title of this poem what? is uh, called <clears throat> The Art of Chivalry Would Never Become Old Fashioned. My dear brothers and sisters, whatever happened to the art of chivalry? The art of chivalry was a sacred rite of passage on the pathway to manhood, as long as my memory served. When I was growing up, I observed men opening doors to women, escorting them to their cars and homes, and allowing women to go ahead of them when the food and drinks were served at special occasions. Due to the lack of the presence of male examples in our community, most of our young men haven't been taught the art of chivalry. I have a serious issue with the art of chivalry becoming old-fashioned. And I don't apologize for the way that I was raised and brought up. I'm from the old school. As long as I'm alive, the art of chivalry will never die. As a brother who is in my 40s, I have an obligation to teach our young men about the sacred path, rite of passage 
to manhood. If you're a young brother listening to this poem right now, I'm saying my expertise is help you gain a great reputation with the ladies. When you see a woman coming to or leaving the door, kindly open it for her. She'll take you personally. When you see your sister standing up, offer, offer her your seat. She'll appreciate you for being such a gentleman. When you see a female carrying a package, her sister help her sister and help her out. When you have the function where food and drink is served, allow her to go ahead and you in line. When you observe a woman by herself, kindly escort her to a car. Your presence alone is a natural deterrent to a potential robber rape. When you're taking a woman out on the date, go to go to the door. And ring the doorbell and ask for her. Then wait on her to come out. Escort to the car and open the door for her and let her get in. Then close it after she enters your view. After you get to your destination, open up the door and let her out first before you close the door. It's some of the worst things that you ever do on a date. After a woman to go dust with you, not pulling a chair back off of your seat to her, leaving your phone on, not paying her any attention, and not keeping up your appearance and hygiene. By all means, pay for both pay for both of you. And quit being so cheap. Live it up for once in your life. After a lot, after you arrive home for the evening, exit out of the door. And walk the sister to her door. And make sure that she gets in the house before you leave. And phone. You know, those are all such amazing values. And I remember, you know, when you, like the women, you know, the whole women's rights thing saying, you know, you don't need to hold my door, blah, 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 blah. You know, and how... It was the whole, I don't, you know, you, you don't need to do those things for me, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I and so know. so we taught you men, don't hold our doors because it's it's sexual harassment. Don't do these things. Don't do things, these things. You know, I can do this I, by myself. And then the next decade forward, we've got a bunch of women who are putting down men because they aren't these things. Yeah. You know, it's kind of it just kind of you're you're reading that and it struck me funny how, you know, and and now I think that it is that we should all be chivalrous. You know, I I always hold you know I'll hold open the door for a gentleman walking through the door and they look at me like I'm kind of nuts but they smile, you know, and someone will hold a yeah. door for me. You know, I think that everybody should adopt those principles of being respectful to each other. You know, which is basically what that is. Anyway, great poem. Uh, thank you, Nala. I appreciate it. My pleasure, absolutely my pleasure. Our pleasure. All right, go ahead and tell everyone how to find you, Brother L. For those of you who are not connected with me on social media, you can find me on Facebook under Omar Brother O'Gallon or on Twitter under my real name. My Twitter handle is Brother O1975. 
And thank you very much for, for your support. <laughs> Our pleasure, honey. And we'll talk to you next week. I'll be, I'll be back next week. Thank you. <laughs> very good. Thank you, sweetie. We'll talk to you then. All okay. right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Our next caller comes from area code... 910. 910, you're on the air. Hey, Nyla. Hey, how you doing, sweetie? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Hey, is this background uh, noise here? Like, can you hear it all? Uh, I'm at a Starbucks. I'm doing illegal stuff. No, right now I'm not hearing any background noise at all. Okay, good. good. Well, let me move on to this can of things. So, uh, yeah, good poets on there tonight. How, how have you been? It's been a while since I called in. I know. I know it has. I've been really good. Been busy. It's been an exciting summer so far. Yeah. Well, that's good. So I just turned 60 today. Figured that one out. Like, Why didn't it come up in my list of birthdays? Because I don't, I don't have that shit activated on my Facebook page. Last thing I want is a bunch of people saying happy birthday and, you know, blowing my page up. <laughs> I already, I, I know how old I am, you know. Oh, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? What? Happy birthday to oh, you. Oh no, Jesus Christ! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Glenn. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. And many more. <laughs> Maybe a few. I'm, I'm really ready to get off this rock. Seriously. No. This is monotony. You know, you know I wish that There's vampires were real and I could get bit and I could live forever. I, I want to see everything. I want to see all the changes. I want to see everything. I want to see us turn back to grassland and then be created again. I don't know. I want to see everything. Yeah, I, don't, I, 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 thought, I thought that one through, right? And here's what I have to say about that, right? Let's talk about eternal life. And we can talk about the vampire thing, okay? But let's say that you're like 60 years old. I mean, who the fuck wants to live forever when they're 60 years old, okay? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. And you certainly don't want to live forever when you're five years old, you know. Like what about uh, when I, if I was seventy-five? That would be awesome because that's old enough to walk around and piss in public and say anything you want to say, and you can get away with it because he's cute. <laughs> What's up, brother? Always good, man. Thank you. But what could yeah, be a better I, way? Um, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird. But uh, I, I just, you know. I don't I don't know what to think about all that stuff. I really don't put that much attention towards it. Um, it doesn't matter to me because it isn't it is affecting my life right now. So, you know, and all the all the believers can say, yeah, but you know, one day, you know, uh, it's all gonna matter. Well, okay, I don't have any proof of that, and neither do you. <laughs> so, you know, it really doesn't make any difference. But at any rate. Um, yeah, I saw, you know, uh, I don't know how we got unfriended, but I do tag you from time to time. We shouldn't but be unfriended. Well, I, do get your, I get your posts all the time. 
Well, that's because I'm just that kind of person. I just did reach you, out. I don't know. Me? You know. No, I didn't delete you. Why would I delete you? I've known you for like, like, well, like you said, tonight, twelve years. That's an amazing feat. You know. Did you change pages or something, or make a new page, or? Facebook screws with me left and right. I swear to God, you know, they always have. They always will. In fact, I'm getting ready to leave Facebook. Probably going to keep my page active, or I'm going to deactivate it. But I'm going to have to go back. Because off see, if I'm not on your friends list, you should not. We are not friends. I just sent you a friends request. But if I'm not in your friends list, you should not be able to tag me. I see. Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you. But uh, but I'm I'm uh, officially uh, retiring from Facebook as of today. But I have so much poetry on there. I could do the same thing I did with MySpace and just delete, yeah, just delete it all. And I, I yeah. really don't even have, have a problem with that, you know, because I've never minded starting over. Um, but uh, I, there, there's a lot of That's it that I wouldn't That's an archive of how many years of your writing and friendships, and you don't want to get rid of that. Yeah, there's a lot of years on there, you know, but uh, – but I, I'm I'm not going to be active. I somebody told me well you should go to Instagram, but guess who owns Instagram? Facebook. You know. So I have a Google I have a Google account, a Google whatever they call that, but I haven't really utilized as of yet. Maybe I'll go to that because I do I do I do I'll put a lot of my stuff on on their cloud. Um, but then again, you know, I'm kind of like you know very delirious about. You know, I just read this article the other day. Even if you deactivate, like, your location, Google knows what you're doing, where you're doing it, and how you're doing it. And I I just don't dig that. It's not like I'm doing anything wrong, but I don't want to get caught masturbating under the sun. You know what I mean? Uh, that's <laughs> just not cool. <laughs> it's just oh, not now cool. I'm picturing you. I'm picturing a, a cinematic scene. And you're laying in the middle of the field on a blanket with little butterflies twittering right, around. exactly. And sound yeah. of music playing in the background, and you're all peaceful, and then suddenly, bam, Facebook. Right, and then, and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then it all shows up on Google Earth. No, 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 this is not right. Uh. <laughs> you, you find out they were, they were doing the Google Earth survey that day. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, just, it's a wicked world, and we're all part of it. <laughs> All right, what do you have for us, son? All right, so uh, I'm going to read two poems. Um, I don't know if one of them is one you said something on, but it doesn't really matter. I kind of dig this one. On my way out, I pulled in all favors owed. Destination unclear. Don't have my back, just watch me jump. Any clip will do. Just wait to see if I can fly. I didn't mean to shred all the memories, but while writing my memoir, certain words caused too much pain. I didn't need to tear your picture up, but while viewing my life history, I felt it best because without you in it, I'll get along. All your entourage reports every word, cause and definition clearly biased. Women crossing fingers, lady luck, don't give a damn about who she burns. I won't be held accountable for any written word that you could turn into a religion I won't hold you in my hand anymore. I mean to leave the light, disappear, where you won't ever find me. All the readings imply my memoir will sell more if I can't be found. 
And if you can crack this code, give it all away. It's called Memoir, and my name is Glenn Still. I love it. I love it. All right, your next one. Uh, oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're, you must be backed up tonight, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let me find it. Because, you see, one of the things on Facebook is that I found out that I just took a bite of muffin. Right when you, I didn't, so, just wasn't ready for you to end, and I took a bite of muffin, and I had a mouthful of muffin. I'm going, hmm, I love it. <laughs> what kind of muffin was it? Poppy seed muffin. Okay, uh, um, hold on. <laughs> Jeez, I've written so much in the last week here that, and and I I told another friend out in L.A. I said I, I might just actually quit writing, but but. She said, you shouldn't do that, you know. Oh, yeah. Here, here it is. She reads books, gives away honey. I like her mind dripping down my throat. Never hoping on shallow pages, her conversation is refined. She's thought this and that through, and when she speaks, I can't wait to get next to her. She locks my mind into a constant kick. And I don't want to escape. I think I might be her prisoner. Her intelligence is her sexy. She models it like it comes naturally. Hoover over her, collect what she'll give to me. She reads books, gives honey away. She ain't no worker. Clearly, she's the queen. She reads books, and I can read her mind with my photographic memory. This call, she reads books. My name is Glenn Still. <laughs> I love that you're talking about intelligence that way. That is intelligent. That is sexy. Mm-hmm. You can be the finest machine walking around, but you're still just a plastic doll if you can't carry a conversation, you know? Yeah. So. Anyway. So do you, you hear my, do you want to hear my version of that for a boy? Yeah, absolutely. It's really fast and short, you guys. All right. So this is my poem written telling a boy that, you know, conversation intelligence is sexy. Um, okay, you ready? I can't believe I'm doing this. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> your sexiest body part. Anyone can turn on your body. But what I really want is to give a heart onto your brain, to stimulate your mind, engage, engage you in the seductive foreplay of new ideas, to tantalize your thoughts. I want to give you multiple climactic conversations. I want to leave you reeling, intelligence exhausted, mental curiosity spent. I want to see you intellectually sprawled out in the afterglow of knowledge fulfillment. Now that would be damn sexy. That's my poem. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's the old, well, it's not an old saying. I think it's fairly new, but good minds fuck each other. (laughs) <laughs> Great fuck each other crazy. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I don't have a place where you can find me. Like I said, my my page is going to be deactivated, but I'll be back and forth on it. But I won't be responding to anything. I'll add you as a friend. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll come back in a don't couple years. Don't deactivate it. Just don't log on for a while until you're ready to again. No, I'm gonna de- I'm gonna deactivate it. So. Well, yeah. I, but then I, nobody I, can go so find your stuff. Right now it's an archive of your writing and stuff. Don't take that down. 
I go I'm back and read through your out. notes all the time, and you take that away from me. I'm going to get really pissy. Uh, well, you can slap me around when I get out to Portland sometime then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Glenn. Great job tonight, sweetheart. Thank you. All right. Much love. We'll talk to you soon, sweetie. All right. Be peace. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 903. 903, you are on the air. And we are kicking back to just one poem right now because the lines are kind of busy. Um, I do want to, before we bring the next caller on, we need to let 734-501-989 and 216 know that you are not in the lineup. So 216-989-510 and 734. If any of you would like to come on the air, just press 1. All right. 903, are you with me? Hello, Nyla. This hey, is, uh, how Nelson you doing? How you doing? Doing good, I I'm guess. Doing... I had some uh, misfortune when I got home. My doorknob was off. My door it was hanging off. But, uh, but <laughs> was your doorknob hanging off your door? So someone broke in or tried to. Wow. And tried to break into my apartment. Apparently they didn't know what they were doing. They broke the outside and they couldn't get in. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I got to get a deadbolt. And I live in the middle of nowhere. This should not be happening. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I'm doing all right. Besides that, uh, I've got, uh, got an open mic night in person tomorrow. Yeah. And I've been writing like crazy for some reason. <laughs> That's and good. One of my friends told me, he said, it's an old saying, you're on fire. And he said, when you're hot, you're hot. When you're cold, you're cold. So, <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I agree with that. So, but uh, anyways, I'm, I'm actually going to read a micro epic poem. And I was inspired by uh, Jim or James. I don't, know if that, I don't know if that's the same person or who. But I don't know if that guy comes on this show or the next or the other one on Friday night. But uh, I was going to read a fairly long poem. That's one of my newest poems. Uh, I'll read it later, though, another time. So, where is my mind? And it was inspired by, or where is your mind? My bad. And it was inspired by, where is my mind? By a picture. So I've been doing iconic songs that I like and taking them more in depth and taking uh, liberties with them, too. I did, uh, the other one is, uh, Do You Want to Know? And it's Do I Want to Know by the Arctic Monkeys, too. So, anyways, here we go. I this love that song. Thank you, me too. And uh, and anyways, um, I'm gonna read. This is probably this. Well, actually, I take that back. Well, yeah. Well, right now, anyways, this is the shortest poem I ever wrote in my life. So <clears throat> it's not titled. You ready? I am. In the beginning, there was nothing. The end. <laughs> <laughs> You jerk. <laughs> yep, that's right. Hey, at least I know who I am, and I'm a proud, proud jerk. But uh, okay, yeah. I'm settling in for sure. I didn't expect that short. That was a hiccup. I told you. That was a poetic was hiccup. Is what that was. Yeah, <laughs> I told you it was real short. I got another real short one too. But okay. that's right. uh, This one is uh, it's not titled either. It's a little bit longer than that one I just read. 
in the supposed beginning, in the supposed ending, in the supposed afterlife. No one truly knows or even truly cares, so there is no need to worry about it. That's in peace. <laughs> See, this this is just a tease tonight, aren't huh? Uh-huh, just a tease. Just well, there's a, a guy, I don't know if his name is James or, or Jim or whatever, but I don't know if he comes on this show or... Uh, the world, mo- uh, the world poetry open mic, which is on Friday night, but uh, he he's known for his epic, short epic poetry, and he writes uh, like, like almost that short, if not shorter than that. But I guess I don't know. I can't remember exactly what his name is. But anyways, I inspired. I was inspired to do that by them, and also when I worked at a factory before I worked where I work now. I was talking to one of my coworkers, and he was like, "He was like, Eric, you need to tell me a story." And we were on, we were on break, and I was like, "All right, I got a story for you." And I'm just being a jerk that I am, and I said precisely what I read to you the first time. I said, "In the beginning, there was nothing. The end." Oh, he got so mad. It <laughs> <laughs> was great. That's a great yeah. story. All right, my darling, do me a favor and tell everyone how they can come find you and show you some love. All right, actually, I got some new, I got, hang on, I got it written down. I got a new place you can find me. All right, so I I finally made, well, I'm going to tell you the other ones and I'll tell you the last one. All right, so, of course, Facebook, it's Eric Nelson Manley Shulman. Find me on Facebook, like page, Eric uh, poet Eric Nelson Manley Shulman. You can find me on YouTube, Eric Nelson Manley Shulman. Uh, you can find me on Poem Hunter, Eric Nelson Manley Shulman. I think I've got like six poems there. I haven't been active in a while. But uh, anyways, this is my newest one. It's my personal blog. And I uh, decided to finally make a blog where I can post whatever I want. So Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And everybody else, they can't tell me that my, they can't delete my poems because someone was offended by it. So, anyways, <laughs> this is, uh, my blog is called H, uh, H, uh, sorry, H-T-T-P-S, uh, colon, slash, slash, Eric Shellman, E-R-I-C, S-H-E-L-M-A-N, and that's the lowercase e, lower, lowercase uh, s, dot blogspot.com. And there you will find already, I just made this, I just made this blog. You will already find my newest poem, uh, Where's Your Mind? Where's Your Mind? Do you want to know? Uh, do you want to know is my newest poem. Uh, but uh, you you will also find 92 poems there already. And I plan on having uh, about 500, maybe more. I've written at least 1,000 poems so far in my life. And I want to have a place where the reader can read for free. And it's going to take me a long while. I'm still kind of in transition, trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. So I figured that I would allow the readers to read my stuff for free instead of trying to figure out the problems I have with Microsoft Word every time I get it. I don't know if it gets hacked or what. Um, I have my sixth book is already, like, mostly done, but I can't even get into it. So... I just decided I'm going to type all my poems up there and then just let people share and, and comment. And you can comment there on the on the site. It's actually some kind of 
and I don't really know if derivative is the word, but whatever. It's like a sub sublink of Google Plus or something, I guess. I don't really know what that means, but whatever. It's some community thing. So, but yep, that's where I got. That's where I have most of my poetry right now, and I'm gonna be putting the rest of my poems from my phone on there. I still got a lot of ways to go, and then eventually I'll be putting my poems that uh, certain people have read whenever I was whenever I was writing them back in the Navy and then in college too. So, and I got I got a lot of lots to go, lots <laughs> lots to do. <laughs> But uh, anyway, thanks so much. Uh, congratulations on your 12th year. Uh, and I haven't had a chance to read uh, Unsung Heroes of, of Humanity. Uh, but I'm going to be reading that tom- tomorrow. And I'll send you the video. And you can do your you can do your extraction or whatever, whatever you're going to do. Oh, that would be awesome. Thank you. Because I haven't had a chance to do it. I just have my phone to do it on and... Yeah, it ain't that great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, some sometime I plan on making a blog. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna have YouTube again, and I mean, still use it or not. But I want to start doing that. Um, I do have audio, or I do have uh, videos on DVDs right now. But I've gotten, I've, I've come to an understanding that I'm not gonna sell any of my stuff. I believe I'm just gonna give it all away. An anarchist thought, I guess. I don't know, but, but <laughs> that's, my, that's my personal. Oh, yeah, we'll see how you feel tomorrow. Huh? I said we'll see how you feel tomorrow. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna shut up All and right. let the next poet come on. And thanks so much for having me, and really appreciate the platform and let everybody talk and and uh, talk about our poems and stuff and spread the word. So. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate you, hon. You're welcome, Alex. Thank you. Have a good night. I'm going to stick around and try to jump on the end. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. Thanks, hon. You're welcome. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 5, or excuse me, 256. 256, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. Hello. How are you, my dear? I'm fine. This is Stan out here in Alabama. Stan in Alabama. How is Alabama today? Hot. <laughs> it is was it? Hot out yeah. It was hot out there today. Hmm. Hot can be good. So, what's going on with you? What do you have for us? By the way, I'm really excited you're going to be doing this workshop with me. We have to do it tomorrow. We have to do it by Saturday. Yes, I have to give so you some information prior to, just so you know. So I'm going to try to call you guys after the show. Yeah, I'm going to like that, collaborating with George. I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going to try to do a group group call on Facebook so you guys have cell phones that that will work on, right? Well, I'll tell you. I can't remember if I did this homework and did it on the air already or not. It was the idea of having coffee with Sigmund Freud. No, you have not read that one yet. Aha. Then I have homework. <laughs> All right. Then you get to, that's the one exception to the rule. Right now we're on a one poem limit because of the phone lines. But if you do your homework, your writing prompt, 
uh, your exercise or whatever and you bring that back, you can read it as well. So if you bring your homework, you can read two poems. There you go. Okay. Just Thank so you guys you very know. Much. Okay. This one's got a real simple title. And I figured since I'm actually supposed to be sitting there having coffee and talking to Sigmund Freud, I chose four quotes of Freud as his responses, and then I make the replies. And it's called, Sigmund Says with Coffee. In this text, direct quotes of Sigmund Freud, some excerpts of a fictional chat. I will endeavor to reply poetically, as if he and I interact. Sigmund says, Unexpressed emotions will never die. They are buried alive and will come forth later in uglier ways. My reply, I agree, sir, we must show tolerance, give heart and mind words for passion's vent. Better coarse words that might offend than suppressed emotions expressed in violence. Sigmund says, Civilization began the first time an angry person chose to cast a word instead of a rock. My reply, A bit ambivalent on this one, sir, of insight in accord we do reside. Yet where the civilized in any authority where people's free speech is denied? Sigmund says, Words and magic were, in the beginning, one and the same thing. And even today, words retain much of their magical power. My reply, A modicum of fantasy and real in mind or mix. Imagination journeys beyond creation in river sticks. Leaves all shackles of oppression behind. Traveling a free-willed, imaginative mind. And there, no absolute or impossible can exist. Sigmund says, Everywhere I go, I find a poet has been there before me. My reply, where poets' free-willed, open-heart words blaze trails toward humanity's dream tomorrow, the intelligent, insightful, open minds of humanity eventually will follow. And peace. Wow. That was phenomenal. That was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I had a ball with that one. I did. I enjoyed that. <laughs> what did you enjoy the most about it? Looking up Sigmund about writing it. quotes. Yeah, looking up his quotes. He uh, he had some definite observations that some of which I kind of looked at and went, eh, I'm not so sure about. But some of them were very insightful, and some of them were a, a bit cynical toward humanity as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, he was something else. He really was. But that quote of his, 
about everywhere he goes, he finds that a poet has been there before him. Oh, I fell in love with that one. That's a good one. <laughs> yep, that's a really good line. You know, a long time ago, I don't know if you guys know this about me or not, but I was in the foster care system. And one of the things that they had us do is we had to take this uh, this Freudian test. It was like th- nope. there must have been 300 questions, you know, and it was to help them understand us better. Uh, right. So we had to take these tests when we were in the system, and at the end it would – it would talk about they were trying to figure out where the root of our behavioral problems or whatever it was that was wrong with any of us um, came from. And after I got my test result back, it said that I am stubborn and don't like to be pressured because my mother tried to potty train me way too early. Oh, my God. That was the results of my Freudian test. I guarantee you. That in that system, where they gave you that test, that none of your behavioral problems could be found to be related to being in that damn system. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, I loved your poem. Thank you very much, dear lady. You're and now, very welcome. As you have mentioned potty training, I have a haiku. <laughs> okay. And it's got a nice little title to it. It's called Measure. And here it is. Measures of manhood defined by self-reliance. So, wipe your own ass in peace. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. All right. All right, my sweetheart. I will talk to you after the show. Right? Okay. And we will get everything set up. I'm excited about that. All right. Tell everyone how to find you, hon. Well... Thursday nights, you can find me on Nyla Alicia's Speakeasy Cafe. Friday nights, I can be caught hopefully in the first hour of Let's Talk About It, which is with Van Meadows. And then after that, I'm on World Poetry Open Mic with Michael Lamade and J.T. Gunk. Sunday nights, it's the Inspiration Factory. Mondays, it's poetry in the raw. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. I will talk to you in a little bit, and I'm looking forward to putting that together with you. Thank you. Very much looking forward to it. And on to the next. All right, babe. Our next caller comes from area code 2. Let me check that down here real quick. 734 and 989. You are not in the lineup. 734 and 989. If you guys want to come on to the show, press 1. If you're here just listening, appreciate you being here. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 202. 202, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. How are you, sweetheart? I am fine, and you? 
I am doing absolutely wonderful. Okay. Well, my name is Desire, and I'm new to the show tonight. This is my first time calling. Well, welcome and to the I show. Well, before you get started reading your piece, tell us a little bit about you. Introduce yourself. You know, do you like long walks on the beach? Do you like, you know, pina coladas, dancing in the rain, all that good stuff? <laughs> okay. Well, I'm fairly new to writing poetry or spoken word. Um, um, I'm a resident of Washington, D.C. Um, let's see. I love writing. I have a show on Fridays. It's called Dark Desires. And with my um, co-host, uh, Gina Storm. And um, the DJ, or ones and twos, is um, King Cadence. And um, that's pretty much, I mean, What's I use format? this as my platform. Say it again. What's the it's format of the show? It's, it's open mic, but sometimes we try to, it's it's more like come share, come, you know, speak your mind. Um, it's a comfy, cozy kind of atmosphere. You know, I just say bring your pillow, just relax, feel comfortable, you know, feel free to spit your, spit your piece and, and talk if you want to talk. It's fine. That's Very how cool. I do it. And usually on some Fridays at 7. So with the, the name of the show is Dark Desires, right? Yes. Okay, so do you allow erotica on your show? Oh, I love it. I actually was going to okay. do a erotic piece, but then I heard, you know, the, the like, uh, no titties. I'm sorry, that's my words. It was nipples. <laughs> no nipples. <laughs> no nipples. Yeah. So, well, that's why um, I asked if your show, if you do erotica, because there's a lot of really good shows out there where the rating will let you do erotica, you know. And oh, you can yeah. do erotica. To me, erotica is like the mind fuck of poetry. That's where you. That's when you're in the head, when you're in the brain, that place where you're about to spill over. Whereas word porn mm. is you're actually talking about graphical body parts being inserted into right. other graphical body parts. And to me, you know, that we just that's not our rating. But there's some really good poets out there. In fact, you know, erotica poetry is the actually the only form of poetry where you can make a living writing it, by the way, folks, just so you know. Um, it's the highest paying uh, genre of poetry that there is, erotica. So, you know, that's why I ask is because I tell people, you know, there's great shows out there, but it would be nice to have one to send them to. Well, I have one that um, hopefully fits your category. It's it's funny. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's called awesome. Yum Yum. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Phone decides to go to sleep now. Hold on. <laughs> yum, yum. I found myself in the window. It's been, I've been watching for a few days. I knew her like my hands back. I knew the game she played. So I took my time being patient, paid off finally one night, and I waited in silence to witness one hell of a sight. It was Netta. She was decked out in something sultry with, with candle lit. The window was slightly opened, and I took it as inviting. She slid the covers back, and I heard a certain yum, yum. It's about to get downright filthy. I don't, usually, I don't usually or normally deal with women, but it's something about that feeling. First, I will seat you, heat you, know how badly I need you. Let's keep this discreet, boo. 
Don't tell nobody how tame I was when I came to eat you. Now, I had to loosen my collar because the scene was getting pretty serious. But I wanted to really know who Netta was, but I wanted to see how Yum Yum looked, and I was really just that curious. I heard a beat, and I smiled to myself. What kind of freaky stuff is she into? I heard Netta unravel Yummy's, Yum's edible cover, and I asked, I was like, oh, boy, this is about to get damn right serious. Then Netta dived deep into the bed, and I worked her tongue on Yum, and I mean, it was erotic just hearing it. I, she licked and she teased Yum, and the moans made it evident. I climbed up as close as I could to get a good look at who she was sexing with. Netta's body's totally in, and I'm guessing she's quite to finish, close to finished. My hand to God, I wouldn't believe if it hadn't happened. What I, my hand to God, I wouldn't have believed what had happened next if I had witnessed it. It became so obvious how dumb I felt when I noticed where the moaning was coming from. When Annetta got up and wiped the cream off of her lips, what the hell? Yum was a honey bun. In peace. <laughs> Some of us really, really, really enjoy our sweets. <laughs> yes. I was so funny. I thought that was funny. I mean, that's that one thing about awesome. me. I'm a plus-size sister, and sometimes just that hot, yummy, young, hot, warm honey bun out the microwave is Dexter next to erotic. <laughs> you know what it is? I think that everybody has, we all have things, our senses are affected by things, you know, and there's things that, like the yes. wind, the wind to me is, is like the most sensual feeling. The wind on my skin is the most sensual yes. feeling I could ever imagine. The smell of sweet grass will absolutely Ooh. intoxicate me, you know. Um, but for me, food-wise, you know, for, for for you it's a yum yum, but for me it's a mango. A mango is like oh. the most sexual food out there. It's just like they're just you're, you know it's, right. it's a, a mango. It's eat no, it, eating it's it no... off. Yeah. Try this. You have to peel one and eat it off the seed. Don't cut it off, but eat it off the seed. You have to right. do it over the sink. You'll understand. It's it's just like the most erotic food out there. And he doesn't no matter mangoes, how right? nice you try to cut it, a mango is always messy but delicious. Like mm-hmm. sex. Exactly. So, <laughs> hey, I can agree. <laughs> All right, Desire, that was a great read tonight. Please do me a favor and plug your radio show one more time and remind people how they can come over and visit you and show you some love. Sure. Um, my name is Desire, and you can reach me on um 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sky Vision Network with my co-host Gina Storm and King Cadence. Um, my Facebook, you can find me at Zanetta Butler. Um, like I said, I'm new to this, so there's one or two poems on there. Um, that's that's pretty much it. That's me in a nutshell. Hey, Desire, how did you find the show? Actually, my friend King Cadence told me about it. He sent me the flyer. And I mean, I've been missing. I've been working so hard. I haven't had a chance to really get to spit any pieces lately, and I really needed an outlet tonight. So he, um, 
Yeah. So well, now that you've been here and our shows are on different nights and everything like that, you know, this can be your Thursday night home where you get to come and you get a, yes. you know, even if you can't be out in the community, you can come here and just spit some release. Thank you. And then if you want to add me on your Facebook contacts, it's Nyla, N-Y-L-A, like New York, Los Angeles, N-Y-L-A, Alicia, okay. A-L-I-S-I-A. And uh, we, you can get the notices for the shows and the workshops and stuff that we're doing. Will do. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Great job tonight, sweetheart. It was good to meet you. Good night. Good night. Good night. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 919. 919, you're on the air. Hello, hello, Nyla. How are hello, you? Hello, Granville. How are you, sir? I'm in here waiting. My turn. I am fine. I am fine. I have survived the flood. So we can. <laughs> yes. I have a, have a new piece for you. You're kind of cutting out on me, hon. Oh, how is this? Is it better? Yeah, that's better. Okay, I won't move. This new piece is called Knowledge. I have loved knowledge all my life. Followed her. Quoted her. Wooed her, loved her from a distance, up close and personal. The focus of my gaze, I loved or cherished none more. This morning as I awoke, opened my eyes, and there she laid Beside me, my lover, soundly asleep she lays, and I am comforted. Wisdom stands God at my door and acknowledges my rising with understanding round and about, ever present the glory of God my benefactor and strength of my life. The morning favors me. No strange bedfellows here. As love is in the ear, we frolic and play under the auspices of the almighty God himself. And there is no Higher power. Thank you very much. That was wonderful. And when did you say you wrote you wrote that? Actually wrote this a few years back. You know, actually I look at my I'm something like an artist. When I wrote, when I write a poem I do not look at it immediately. I write it, I close my book, and if I lose that poem, I probably wouldn't miss it. So, so like, if I need a poem to read, I take up my books, and I look through my book, and begin to read 
you know. So I can remember like when I read this one, maybe for the second time about a, a year after, I was I was blown away. I think like what, you know? Yeah, but I I do not I wouldn't write a poem like yesterday and read it, I I read it when I. When I read a poem, I probably write it maybe six months to a year ago. I, I write my work and I just put them up because I, you know, I write my from my conviction and when I write it, I write my conviction and I, and I put it down. Yeah. Yeah, it but I want this good to revisit and have a look at it with new eyes. You know, actually, I I wrote this poem here May twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. May 25th, 2016. It's right here. Very cool. All right, hon. You know what to do. Yes, ma'am. My name is Granville John Hedrington. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram or iTunes and any other downloading streaming media. Granville, G-R-A-N-V-I-L-L-E, Granville, John Hedrington, H-E-D-R-I-N-G-T-O-N. Thank you very much, people, and thank you very much, Nyla. You're very welcome. We'll talk to you next week, week, sweetheart. Okay, ma'am. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code 202. 202, you're on the air. 202, are you with hey, me? I'm here. I'm here. How are you? Hi. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. So. Are you, you there? Hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're kind of, ca- you're kind of you're cutting out, though. Okay, hold on. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself again. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. King's Cadence out of D.C. Um, Gina Storm is here as well. I don't know if she's muted. but uh, I'm <laughs> unmuted. Okay. Hello and good evening. Hey, sweetheart. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. We came on the air to do a collaboration tonight. That is awesome. I cannot wait to hear it. <laughs> okay, so it's on King's Cadence. This is going to be a Storm's Cadence collab, and it's on you, King's Cadence. Okay. It's all called Dying the Fitter. Not knowing me, you knowingly destroyed me with these chants of homely. Criticized my size but didn't realize That you fried my pride inside But why? Because I couldn't afford the high prices I'm frightened and they don't like me So we fighting And I can't even eat lunch silently Without them eyeing me like I don't know I don't fit in without you reminding me Every time I walk You make noises there is no chill I bring money like please accept me Please respect me Even though I heard at home my mom, she neglects me, and dad's disappointment is often spoken wishing that I was aborted. Not due to lack of resources, he 
simply made me feel as if I wasn't wanted. It was so real. I know I'm dreaming no matter what the odds, we should be even. My soul sinking, plagued by demons, they say, stop breathing and just leave it. They keep chanting how I'm so broken, my mother is something unmentionable. Guidance counselors do nothing more, I'm starting to feel unreachable. Through manic visions, I see these walls closing in, I'm panic-stricken. Tears running my face and screams as I'm fading away, but nobody even listens. In this utility closet, too afraid of another day. I tie this noose tightly because I'm so tired of fighting. I'm tired of nobody really liking me. I'm tired of frustration from wanting acceptance, creating this anxiety, but you don't get it. Well, there is this one girl who creates a glimmer, but I'm not the type that she will remember. Well, maybe if I said something, but who am I kidding? I'm crazy. I wonder if heaven is really even better with all the energy and pain. I step on this box whispering, God. Just make it quick for me. I've had my food knocked over. I've been kicked, been spit on, had teachers tell me to get on. No one cares or listens to frantic cries as I tighten the noose finally a fix all. Kicking the box, I swing while choking my last minute, fighting to reverse this broken last thought of reality that even after I die, they probably won't even notice. But forcing a grin because I was actually dying to fit in. Oh my God, I know that feeling so well. It's like every day as I eat my lunch in the library, I wonder, where do I fit? Who are my peers? There's so many kids that like me, but none of them are actually there when I need someone to be there. I eat by myself because I don't actually have a crew. See, there are no cool girls that want to sit with you because your GPA is so much higher than theirs. They're not worried about their academics. They're just trying to be cute. And I, unlike them, don't have a life outside of school. So I sit by the card catalog and slowly eat my Lunch in silence, wondering if anybody ever notices my absence, and they don't. And that's okay, because I understand that that's the way life goes sometimes, and it's okay. I saw this boy one day. He was being picked on in the lunchroom, and I was thinking, maybe I should say something to him. So as his tray was knocked out of his hand and his food was dropped to the floor, he said, Danka. And I said, Ditta, we both had a moment. He was wondering, she knows German. My thought was, yes, I do. I learn languages because words are something that I'm attracted to. See, I have an ear for languages, and I like to be a linguistic teacher one day. And I thought that it would be nice if I could speak different languages and have so many different things that I'd like to say. I mean, I don't know who I'm going to have these conversations with, but it was nice, that briefest moment. I haven't seen him in a couple of days, so after I finished my lunch, I left the library, and I looked around for him. We had lunch at the same hour. He was in the cafeteria, so I began to be panic-stricken, actually, because it's one of those things when you see someone who has the same light that you have, you gravitate towards each other. A vibe, you know, that's what attracts our tribe. 
So when I looked for him and didn't find him, I used my secret key. It let me into a utility closet that I sometimes like to hide in. There I found him, hanging, lifelessly. I pulled him down and ministry CPR immediately. I'm going to see him after school, if his family will allow it. See, I'm not a relative, and he's in the ICU and all day press. But he actually makes it, you know, he pulls through. See, unfortunately, I've always been a pretty girl, and I'm smart, too. But I don't have anybody that I can have conversations with. And I'd like to have a new friend in my life, and he could be it. Sometimes people think that the reason that you don't fit in is because you don't fit their idea of what's acceptable. Oh, I check all the boxes. Sure, I do. But I'm also dying to fit in. He's King's Cadence, and I and Gina Storm are together with Storm's Cadence. And that's our piece. That was amazing. And such a really super strong and super powerful message in that, you know, you were really able to bring the emotional aspect of the trauma to life, both of you. Just fantastic job. Thank you. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. Very welcome. All right, guys, go ahead and do me a favor and give out your link so people can come over and show you love. Okay, well, um, as um, Dr. Desire, Desire said, you can find us at Sky Vision on Friday nights. He'll be our DJ, and Desire and I co-host on Sky Vision Network on Friday. We'll leave a link on your um, page as well. Um, I have a show called Smooth Grooves. It's on Tuesday nights. We haven't decided what night I'm going to uh, resurface on, but when I do come back, Smooth Rules is the name of my show. But right now, we are Sky Visions. I'm the S, and he's the K of Sky Vision, and Dr. Zyre's show airs on Friday nights, and that's where we can be found. Very cool. All right, you guys, great job tonight. Cannot wait to see what you bring back next time. Work on some more clouds because uh, that was phenomenal. You guys have a really good voice together. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. <laughs> no problem at all. All right. So our next caller, you guys, comes from area code 216. 216, you're on the air. Wow. That was fantastic. Hi, Nyla. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? Happy S Day a few days ago. What's S Day? What's that? What was what happy what day? Happy us day, you and me day. Oh, the first thing yeah, I saw that. Thank you. They didn't put any <laughs> details down there. They just put me and you like we just, you know, know each other. Like why didn't they put uh I've been on your talk show for like almost ten years and that you love me a lot and that all that stuff. They didn't put no details on there, so I'll just have to tell you. They just put a picture of us up there. But I guess, you know, that's all they, they knew. They didn't, Facebook, you got to do better. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, awesome. here are your like memories this. with Vicky, and it shows a naked woman's yeah. back. I'm thinking, wow, we have some good history there, baby girl. <laughs> yeah. But well, that's because I was giving birth to you. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
That's too funny. Listen, um, I got two pieces pulled up. Now, didn't you tell us to do a a prompt, us to do like, just like we're just driving down the street and we see something and just a person or something interesting and then just turn it into a poem? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I did did that one before, but I just revised it for the prompt. So um, it's called uh, Sad Sight. Would you like to hear that one? Or would you like to hear the new one that I have called Return Engagement, which is taken from um, a, a series that we do on a word poetry open mic. They have a series, a, set, a segment called Return Engagement. And I did uh, take that name and make a, a form out of that. Which one would you like? A sad sight or um, return engagement? Do return engagement. Okay. That was already pulled up. Here we go. Return engagement. And actually this is about people that take up a lot of your time and then in the end um, they're not there when you get down into your twilight zone of your life. When you get into the uh, – when you get into the um, – the midnight hour of your life, they're not there, but they've taken up all your youth. <laughs> I don't know if you have any friends like that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, here we go. Zoe has I fun. tell my ex-husband all the time, I can't believe I wasted my sexual peak on him. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, thanks for taking up my time, babe. Uh, I'm just teasing. That is so made up. I just totally made that up out of my head. That was a lie. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Though we had fun, the thrill had long gone. We had become creatures of familiarity. I can no longer pretend that those hours I spent listening to my friends Repeating things for hours and years on the phone proved meaningful. You all have gotten the best of me, but I will walk these last miles alone. I'm giving you back your negative energy, and I'm saving the rest of me for me. You had a long run. I have run out of minutes of courtesy. In the end, time is all we have left, and I'm using mine more wisely. I have not much time to spare, nor can we get back precious wasted hours. I could have gotten my projects done. I could have written a book or researched a cure, but instead, things you wanted me to remain forever young. I'm sorry. I grew old on you. Yes, I did go through my second childhood <laughs> thinking I was a slam rapper. Hee <laughs> But back to reality. I don't have more time to waste. My energy I must reserve. I'm just a poet who expresses herself with versatility and should have resided up myself equally. Too many to love and not enough time. Yet you hogged up all of me, all of the time. 
the same thing is, those that truly needed my love were waiting patiently. Then when you were needed, you were nowhere to be found, out of touch. So forgive me if I'm out of reach. I'm headed toward the light. Love you much. God has made the final arrangement. I will see you in the garden. Or if God chooses to send me back to get it right, I will see you on the return engagement. Thank you. That was amazing, Mama. Thank you. <laughs> Just giggly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you were able to get on. Are you going to hang out or are you going to go? No, I'm going to hang out for a while until it's time to go to the next uh, to the next engagement. <laughs> She's my little social butterfly mama. All right, Vicky, great job, great poem, great read. Do me a favor, honey, and tell everyone how they can come find you. They can come find me uh, on Poetry Soup at PoetrySoup.com. They can find me on AllPoetry.com. And they can find me on Facebook under Library of My Poem. Very cool. All right, Mama, appreciate it so much, and I love you, honey. I love you. I love you more. Thank you. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Bye. Bye. Mm -hmm. All right, so we kind of have an issue. I just totally lost the board. Nobody hang up. Nobody press anything. Nobody do anything. I um, need to reset my studio so that I can bring the rest of you on. I'm going to play a track real quick, and then we will be right back. All righty. Here we go. Heart. It will be the last word to this poem, but I need to say it now. Because mine may be too weak by the time I get to the end. So let that one word echo until then. Heart. Heart. I remember when I was just a young kid, growing up, learning about life, using my imagination. So hungry for knowledge I remember when I was just a young kid Running up to the ice cream truck Saturday morning cartoons The only page in the newspaper that I loved Were the drawings Trying to figure out the back of the cereal boxes Yes, I remember when I was just a young kid And then I turned into a teen I started to have dreams And as bad as things seemed I used to always make them worse My parents tried the best that they could, but I always caused them so much pain. For everything that those other kids had that I didn't have, I needed somebody to blame. The more that I complained, the worse that I felt. These are the cards that I was dealt, but I kept to myself. I think about the innocence in youth, the ignorance in truth, the serenity in lies. My memories just die, and now as I'm older, I realize that the world's gotten colder. But what if I told you that you're lucky? That you're lucky to even be able to listen to these words tonight You're lucky you can walk out of your home without feeling fright You're lucky for every day, for every night For everybody that's in your life For having a voice, for having sight For having hands to pick up and write Yes, you're lucky that you're even alive To have a job, to be able to drive You would realize that you were lucky If you stopped looking at those who had money And started looking at those who were hungry 
Every morning I open my eyes and I inhale my first breath And I say thank you for giving me one more day to prepare myself for death This life that was given to me is truly a blessing It's far from heaven, yes, I get this But at least it's closer to heaven than closer to where hell is Hell is the first drop of blood that drips down a ten-year-old thigh A man on top of her and she can't get out her cry It doesn't take too long for her to realize That she's looking into her father's eyes Hell is young chick Being trained to love quick Sent overseas on bunk ships Traded the pimps for hundreds At twelve they're trained to suck it And push it and plumb it And stay within the budget This one chick couldn't fit the condom on one hip So she let him rush it She was on her way to having one kid It would have been a son then one hip from this bum twist he hit with just one fist and left the dead body rotting in her stomach she treated her baby like shit and flushed it hell is right down a dark alley a man bleeds with a belt around his arm he can't see but at least he's happy and at peace he says pass me the glass piece one last feast but sadly this man feels he can't breathe pulls out his wallet and then sees his family as he sheds his last tear hell is a Mexican slave breaking his back for American pay his cousins are involved in the heroin trade but he chose to raise his family in a much better way but hell he will pay every day he rests in the shade on the corner like a prostitute he steps to the plate he steadily waits and then gets his way when a big escalade gets him some pay some bricks he will lay for four bucks an hour the sun melts him away he yells for some rain he thinks to himself there must be a better way but now his chest is in pain he's breathing with the heaviest weight his breath is delayed, the sun has got him red in the face As he falls to the ground, he thinks about his daughter A heat stroke, and now she doesn't have a father Hell is a poem like this that can go on with so many different stories And nobody's willing to pay it forward if it doesn't involve the glory You don't give love in order to get love You give love in order to become love I remember when I was just a young kid Innocent as one can get, I used to love it I remember when I was just a young kid Now I look back, I appreciate the fact that my body's still intact That I can read and do math, that I can think about my past That I can cry and I can laugh Imagine if you could feel the entire world's pain for just one, one second And if you're like an eternity of hell And then you'd feel blessed with the opportunity of right now Because the only thing that matters in the world is right now So let your light shine now So bright that it could never die out Why now? Because tomorrow is not promised And yesterday is gone And after we pass away, our spirit will move on The life that we end up living is the life that we choose And if you make the best out of every day, you can never lose so go out there and say thank you I hope you hear my message I hope that was a reason for the line No fear, be brave And do something with your time And know that there is no ending And there will never be a start If you just block out your mind And follow your That was Apollo Poetry With the spoken word piece heart you can find him all over youtube all over the internet check him out an amazing amazing friend and poet all right i'm going to go ahead and try to bring on area code 510510 are you with me i am i hope you can hear me i can hear you how are you sweetheart tired tired it is good to hear from you that's an automobile joke. Tired. I get it. 
Oh, how are you, punctured. sweetheart? I'm also punctured, punctured flat-tired. I've got some cords showing through. Does that count? Yeah, yeah. Cordy tired. I'm a little unbalanced. Hey, I know that. <laughs> Don, introduce yourself to everybody, please. I'm Don Estauno. Um, the poem that I'm going to do tonight comes from 2005, and it still is not in its completed version. I go up to campus on Monday to bring it up to um, to the workshop class. So maybe they'll be able to do something up there with it. Right now it's 46 lines and it's just um, too many words. But uh, maybe I'll get some suggestions from you who are hearing. And uh, that would be appreciated too. So here we start. Sotiria Bella. Freckles splatter your face, a silhouette of womankind, lace over blood, over blood, your period, over the microphone comes your period, time after time, pain and discomfort, this song rises like the prayer of a mystic, your lips, once taped shut by the government, burst open with laughter. The cross of your handcuffs locked you into a hanging life. Who can die not listening when money drips blood, grins and winks? Wealth could have captured your song, singer of outcasts, outcast of singers. Those who marched right, marched right. No one reflected blame. No one marched wrong. In the rooms in which your friends bent this way and that, stretched over cane chairs, gurgling up aches and pains, only then to be beaten and lashed, you knew them all and sang about their periods as if they were your own. What beating slept in your wallet? What lashing shone sunlight, which burned into broken vessels of blood beneath the emotions of your skin. Your voice forces the hair on my arms to stand and salute. The hair on the back of my neck stabs through the fabric of my shirt. Born into the slow war of August, 1921, dead in the August of 1997, your video plays like a foretaste of heaven, you make me all uneven in my skin, your throat sings outcast and my jaw tingles, my soul has been bitten, oh gorgeous woman. 
I am forced to believe in resurrection in order to hear you sing alive in video screened in front of me. In poem. You know, I've Vaughn, I've known you for a long time and I've been a huge fan of your poetry forever. And I I honestly believe that you are, you know, of my peers, you are like a master poet. You know, your knowledge of poetry, the way you write, the way you put your words together, you know, the way that you're able to evoke such emotion from your images, you know, like the line where you're talking about the hair on the back of your neck poking through fabric, you know, the intensity of the power that makes the listener feel when you read that is incredible. And you're very good at being able to masterfully provoke those strong emotions line after line after line. I think you did a great job on that piece. That that is appreciated. Uh, That is appreciated. Oh, it's definitely my pleasure. I just, I'm just a real fan of you. You know that. All right, Don, do me a favor and tell people how they can come visit you, honey. Um, what do they call it? A videotape of this was taken at Sacred Grounds in San Francisco, which is a coffee house that's close to the University of San Francisco. And um, you can look it up and see the um, unedited version, the version I just uh, delivered. And then hopefully maybe three or four months from now we'll get an edited version. But again, (laughs) the place is Sacred Grounds and it's been having a um, poetry reading on Wednesday nights since 1972. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty impressive. That is impressive. And the fellow who does the hosting right now um, has done it for about four years. And it's gone through a series of hosts. But they say that Sacred Grounds is a um, an institution uh that is rented. So um, the institution comes first and then um, the food, which is good too. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've gotten fat on it. <laughs> That's funny. All right, my darling. Thank you very Appreciate much. Appreciate you so much. You did a great job tonight. Thank you. And thank you for keeping this place open. It's appreciated very, very much. Bye-bye. You're very welcome. Bye, honey. We'll talk to you soon, Don. All right. Our next caller, let's see if we can get them unmuted. We have area code 807. 807, you are on the air. Hi, Nyla. It's your little cutie patootie. <laughs> hey you, how are you, sweetheart? <laughs> Not bad. 
I wanted to say thank you for uh, your compliments on my pictures there uh, at the poetry night. <laughs> it really made my night. <laughs> it really made my day. <laughs> so I uh, have something here that's uh, a little older. I've probably read it once before, but it was just one of those ones that I felt uh, deserved a reread. And it's um, called Tachyon Dreams. And it was it's uh, inspired by a song called Tachyon Dreams on an album called Conception that I just love. Uh, so it's one of those more dreamy sort of kind of poems and that. So it's called, yeah, Tachyon Dreams. I dreamt one night mysteriously of what it is that tachyons must dream as I closed my eyes and my, eye, and my mind's eye floated to things half forgotten, half remembered and hazy and meandering dreams. In this dream, I dreamt of tachyons as they made their way back in time, and I thought of what it is that they must ponder, pondering the things we will think upon, those things already past in which one would hope that lessons could be gleaned. I sat in a moment of completed, complete and rested contemplation, and I felt their faster-than-light translucence wash over me, I felt the rapid movement of their vibrations matched to my rapid eye movement, and they sung a song upon the quantum strings of my own body, and I felt my body vibrate to their dreams, the dreams of what came before, the things I dreamt upon as past and forgotten things. I smiled a soft and gentle smile as these particles of tachyons they meandered in their quest to see what came before, the history that will be the future score of those things yet to come. And in the pondering of this, my mind, it, it, it feels invigorated and restored. I let myself come to the realization that I have become those things that drift in and out of my dreams, and I come to think that tachyons, that when they dream, they dream of past and forgotten things. And just for reference, uh, tachyons are particles that are uh, theorized to go backwards in time. And when I mentioned the rapid eye movement, that's uh, REM, REM sleep. So just a couple of nerdy notes. <laughs> I like that. I like that term, nerdy notes. I'm going to use that. A couple of nerdy notes for my uh, for my poem. That works. Yeah. Well, great job. And I'm being a dark and mysterious poet right now because uh, – it's been stormy tonight, so I'm I'm I've been reading mostly in in semi darkness. So <laughs> I just have is all my trippy out? LED lights on. Hmm. Is your electric out? Uh, it's not out, but it, it's the lightning's been on and off, so I'm reluctant to uh, turn anything on at this point. So I just read off my phone, and I have my I have all kinds of trippy LED lighting because you know I'm eclectic that way. And so that's that's the only lighting I'm having that I have going right now. So yeah, I'm being the dark and mis- the dark and mysterious poet. <laughs> <laughs> that works. You can be what you want. Mm-hmm. You can do what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right, my dear. We yeah. will. Well, I did you go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say where I can be found and all that. Uh, I can be found at uh, Facebook under Robbie's Multimedia Poetry. And if you Google Robbie's Multimedia Poetry, you'll find me under more sites now. 
because I have an Instagram as well, and I have my uh, SoundCloud as well, and so I'm f- and I'm on the National Geographic as well and Canadian Geographic, so. I'm uh, all over the place with with various arts now, and I've I've got to find maybe I, I might I, I might finally post poetry soup, but I've been looking around. Uh, I've got to find some more sites for uh, posting poetry. I find it harder to do because with the poetry sites, it seems a lot of them uh, want to take ownership of your poetry. So I'm really careful with that. <laughs> yeah, you have to be. You have to be real careful what you mm-hmm. put stuff out. And like I said, you know, even when you're on the show, that's why I tell everyone to introduce themselves. You know, you need to keep your work with your stuff. You know, I, I, I personally never post. I try not to post anything written on my page. I try to post it on a JPEG file. You know, that way yeah. I know what I put together stays together. But anyway, that's totally something different. All right, sweetheart, great job. Fantastic job Thank tonight. You. You're very welcome. We will talk to you next week. Uh, next week, uh, it's always on and off, but we'll we'll see what happens. But I always, even if I'm away for a while, I I always uh, drop in because because I can't stay away from you from for too long. <laughs> Aww, all right, love. I appreciate you, honey. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> bye bye. Bye, sweetheart. All right, our next caller comes from area code six one zero six one zero. You're on the air. Hello there. This is Lady Blue. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Honey, it is good to hear from you. You know, no, I keep forgetting that you're on late because I have my spiritual meeting on um, Thursday evening. So today, when it was over, I'm not on Facebook much. And I was on it, and it was like, you're invited. I was like, oh, man, I forgot now it's on on Thursday nights late. (laughs) I've been wanting to do some poetry so bad. I haven't been doing much of anything, and this is an old piece. And oh, I was just in a funky, funky mood and um, not feeling light. And I remember the piece I did where people, um, people, you know how people just don't like you, don't even know you. I had a um, girlfriend. We're really close now, and she said, "I'm so glad I got to know you. You know, no one would know you're as silly as you are. You know." And I was like, wow, I always spoke to you at the school and everything, you know. But she happened to sit with one of the kids that um, needed um, constant guidance. And, you know, so we'd be together a lot and talk. But she didn't like me. And I said, but I always spoke to you and smiled. She said, just the way you carried yourself. I was like, wow, I don't want people to see me and see silly. (laughs) I can be silly, but I don't want you to look at me and say, ooh, she looks silly, you know. But it was just tickled me, and I was talking to another friend, and she talked about how people didn't like her. And I was like, wow, that must be a women thing or something, you know. So I wrote this piece, and it goes back to 2011, but I was feeling like this today. And it's called, um, I really didn't pick out a name, but I'm saying Wisely Discern. And I just found this um, music by Czech. Baker, I just love the title because it says, Alone Together. Here's the piece. Momentarily, I take your bitterness into my heart, and I recall feeling unaccepted. 
Because when you do not like me, it shows through the circular motion of your eyes, the upturned sneer on your lips, and the disregard of my salutation as if I am invisible. Your right to dislike me violates my need to be loved and loving. Do not let my choice of attire bias your understanding of my inner soul. Physical covering and personal preference is all that my clothes represent. Let not what you presume to be arrogance become confused with self-confidence. The understanding I am the best that I am at this moment, and I can never exceed my personal best at its best. Let not the fluid tongue become a false witness to my character when you have not taken the time to know it. Do not confuse acceptance with conceit. For acceptance of the good and bad within came with tribulations and the realization of limitations and imperfection. Avoid intertwining determination and purpose with selfishness. My swim through life's mucky waters was difficult, requiring strong, directed strokes. Do not compare quietness and silence with timidity, for they are the digestive system for knowledge prior to the flow of wisdom. Looking past me does not acquaint us, nor does it make me disappear. Sit with me, talk to me, hear me, and learn if I am worth hating or loving. Make your choice through intelligent discernment, drawing up like deep waters from a well, through interaction, conversation, or even a smile. For you may be the answer to a prayer for friendship, or I, the new best friend you have not yet met, but so desperately need. Lovingly, I beseech you, meet me before you hate me, because even not knowing you, your bitterness momentarily contaminates my heart and saddens me. And that's the piece. That was phenomenal, phenomenal writing, but phenomenally performed as well. Great job on that, honey. Thank you, darling. That was but incredible. But I got mind up so I can say that I could do this late at night because I haven't been writing, I haven't been performing, I haven't performed since October of last year. Here. So I, I'm just missing poetry. <laughs> well, we're always right here for you, sweetheart, whenever you get a chance to come by. Well, I'm so glad you still got this going. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, much. in October, it'll be 12 years. Wow. You know, somebody put something up, and they were talking about having a reunion, like all the people that we met through poetry and and just how stuff was just flowing, you know. And I really miss it because it inspired me to write, you know, to have mm-hmm. peace, you know. <laughs> and I haven't really written much, and I've been going through a lot, but there's um, 
so much that I used to write just a journal or something, and I find I'm not writing anything at all, so I do want to get back into it because it soothes the savage soul. It really does. So, you, <laughs> Poetry will hang cure in there all that ails you. <laughs> so thank you, Nala, for your service. It is a service, oh. trust me. <laughs> it's great to be a part of this community with you, honey. Thank you so much for coming on. All righty. Bye-bye. I'm going to stay Bye, on to hear the rest of them. Okay, awesome. Do I press one to get off? No, you're fine. You're, okay. You'll be fine. All righty. I do want to let area code 734 and 610 know that you are not in the lineup. So 734 and 610. If either of you want to come on the air, please press 1, and I'll know to bring you on. If you're here just listening and hanging out, I appreciate that. And uh, at any time, if you change your mind, press 1, and I'll be able to bring you on. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 419. 419, you're on the air. Hi, Nala. Hello, sweetheart. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing absolutely wonderful. It's good to hear from you. Yes. I'm sorry I couldn't make it on. I don't know what happened last week. I pressed pressed one, but for some reason I wasn't. Yeah, it never showed you on. I saw you in the chat room, and it's like, oh, oh, yay. Hey, hey, look at me. (laughs) Calling the show. (laughs) But you never did show on the, uh, I never did see you on the switchboard, so it might have been, you know, just hit at the end or something like that. I'm not sure. It might have been my phone. Okay. Um, I have uh, uh, a poem for my book, Tears from the Hood. It's one that I, I think I've only like done it one or two times. Uh, it, it's called Mercy Rhymes. Uh, it, you know, like, and it, it's you know, this book is a reflection of, of kind of like me growing up, you know, in the in the city I grew up in and. Uh, the things I went through and stuff like that, and this is the poem I wrote after, you know, I, I joined I joined the Air Force when I was 17. And I was gone for 20 years, and I came back like the neighborhood I grew up in. I, I used to drive through it, and it was it was just depressing, you know. Mm-hmm. It was it was nothing like it was nothing like it was when I, you know, when I grew up there, you know. So this is a poem I wrote. It's called Nursery Rhymes. Okay. Past are the days of the nod and smile. The how do you do has gone out of style. Train hopscotch, hide and seek. Count to ten and don't you peek. Mother may I, yes you may. Take three giant steps and there you stay. Get caught moving and you go back. Come on, let's play Miss Mary Mack. Ring, ring around the roses, farm in the dale. Three blind mice and Humpty Dumpty fell. All those things we used to do for fun had been replaced by a rag and a gun. Go kill a brother, become a G. That's a fucked up way for the hood to, to be. Blacks fucked up on crack cocaine, shooting that white horse down the vein. Fucked up people and fucked up times. Take me back to the nursery rhymes. Hambone, handbone, have you heard? My brothers and sisters, we've got to love each other. And that's my final word. End poem. Wow. That was really strong. That was a, that, that was an incredible piece of writing, my dear. Thank you. You're very welcome, Alvin. Do me a favor, honey. Introduce yourself to everyone and then mm-hmm. tell them how they can find you. Uh, yeah, my name is Melvin Johnson. Uh, I can be found on Facebook under Melvin D. Johnson. And uh, I have a, a YouTube 
uh, site called it's under Meljamar, or you can place in you can put in um, um, what is it? Um, Urban Watch Poetry. We speak the truth, and it'll come up. And some of my poems are on there. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Absolutely phenomenal read tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm glad you were able to make it on. If that ever happens again, just shoot me a message and ask me if you're in the lineup, and then I, you know, because I could have had you hang up and try calling back in or something. But okay, okay, all right, I can do that. Because I, I don't like seeing you in there, and not being able to get you on. If you're just hanging out, that's you're right. But you know, I mm-hmm. like having you on the show. So, all right, hun, great right, job. Man. Thank you, sweetheart. All right, mm-hmm. bye. Bye. All righty. So seven three four six one zero and three zero nine. None of the three of you are in the lineup. If you would like to come on and read, press one on your phone and I'll put you on and I'll be able to bring you on the air. That's seven three four six one zero and three zero nine. If you guys want to come on the air, press one. You can press one at any time. And actually there's two six one zeros. Wow, they're the same number. How can that be the same number? Because Soldier Blue is messing with his buttons. <laughs> That's the exact same number on here twice. I don't know why. That's weird. All right. I'm going to go ahead and grab Eric, bring Eric back on the show. Eric, are you with me? Hello, Marla. This is Eric Nelson, Marla Shulman. Yes, I'm back. Welcome back, my dear. Thank you. Uh, I've got a, I've got one. I don't know if I read this on here or not, but it's fairly short. Uh, so now I'm nothing. scared so when that, you tell me they're short. Well, this one ain't as short as that. One, those other two. Okay, okay. <laughs> they should come with a warning. <laughs> yeah. Four line poem. Uh, jerk ahead. Or joke, jerk poet, or something, huh? I don't know. I don't do trigger warnings. I don't believe in all that politically correct nonsense. But, anyways, uh, I did say they were super short. That's close enough, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is called Unknown Nothings. Unknown Nothings. Infinite amounts of prophecies, philosophies, sciences, ideologies, ideas, dharmas, karmas, and dogmas of beginnings, endings, afterlifes, heavens. Hells, nirvanas, enlightenment, salvations, damnations, repentances, reincarnations, meanings, purposes, life suffering, trials and tribulations, creators and creators, adversaries, over-exaggerated, over-analyzed, over-interpreted, over-exhausted, over-exerted epic poems that have been canonized and turned into sacred texts and turned into religion, spiritual philosophies, mythologies, Folk tales and fairy tales, promising of promisings of ex- estimated, non-testable hypothesis through the scientific method, but by faith and fictitious facts alone, without any substantial evidence. Instructions on how to live, who, and how to worship, and who not to worship, who to give praise, sing, chant, and play music to, who to not give praise, sing, dance, and play music to, 
explanations, claiming to know every answer to every question that mankind had ever asked, especially in the gray areas of life, because it's not always, it's not just black and white all the time. Selling speculations of so-called truths, claiming to be the one and only absolute truth, promising absolute certainties, revelations, visions, visitations, communications with invisible beings, forcefully feeding non-believers their truths in hopes of converting them over, controlling, coercing, manipulating their believers into doing whatever they are told to do, executing non-believers, inquisiting non-believers, promising to solve all your problems, promising to offer you hopes, comforts, meanings, and purposes, promising you eternal salvations, promising you eternal nirvanas, promising you eternal happiness, promising you eternal joy, proselytizing and catechizing their truths to the world. Each of these things supposedly offer everything above and so much more. But the truth is that nobody truly knows any truth about anything mentioned above and so much more. Isn't it funny? Mankind has come up with and even made up so many answers to everything, but there are still people who doubt every one of them and don't know why they think that they are the only one and only truth sayers. That's in peace. Fantastic jobs, Eric. Thank you so much, Nyla. You're absolutely welcome. So I wrote that one, and uh, I don't know if I shared shared it on this uh, on your on your on your show or not. But uh, basically, it's the you know, of course, I'm I'm the last person in the poem, <laughs> just the doubter of everything. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to have a wide spectrum of what everything that mankind has created, and we also created answers to the questions that we created too and uh and then of course they're you know it they promise all these great things and then you know it's i don't know you it's just doubt's a big thing in my life and it's just a hard to believe in everything that's all so i'm gonna i'm gonna get off and let the next poet get on thanks so much this is poet uh this is eric nelson manly showman you can find me on facebook it's Eric Nelson Manley Shellman. You can find me on my like page on Facebook. It's uh, Poet Eric Nelson Manley Shellman. You can find me on YouTube. It's Eric Nelson Manley Shellman. Find me on Poem Hunter. It's Eric Nelson Manley Shellman. You can find me on my blog. And it is, hang on. I just had it two seconds ago. I had it up. It is H-T-T-P-S colon slash slash Eric Shellman. That's uh, lowercase e and lowercase s. Dot blogspot. Dot com, and you can find there are 92 poems there already. And like I said earlier, I plan on having about 500 to 1,000 someday in the future, so that my readers could read all my stuff for free. So. Anyways, thanks so much, Nyla. Thanks for the platform. Thanks for everything you've done. 
And uh You're very gonna, welcome, my dear. Probably gonna call it a night. It's been a long day and <laughs> eventful night and I still gotta work in the morning too, so All right. Well you have a good evening, my but, dear. Thank you so much, and you too. Uh, I'll get that video sent to you. Uh, it'll probably be Saturday because we have a guy that has an actual, uh, I have no idea what I'm about to say, but some kind of camera like uh, Canon, Nikon, or uh, whatever, I don't know. And it's both, and it's like professional uh Grade or whatever I don't know how, I don't know how to explain it but whatever that's um for that's a photographer know that I call it <laughs> but anyways he has a, he takes photos and he also take and he also records it so uh, I'll get that video probably Saturday because it he usually doesn't do it until like Saturday morning so and he's a, he's I think like eighty three years something still on so. But anyway, so he does all that and he'll send it out to me. So I'll get I'll get that video to you as soon as I can, and then you can do what you can do what you what you're gonna do with it. <laughs> so very cool. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And I'm gonna try to get one last thing. Uh, I I wrote a tribute to you guys, and I read it on the show, and I need to find it. And it was for you. I forgot what it was. Uh, it was for. An anniversary, I don't know if it was two years ago, or one year, or what, but it was something. That I don't would know. be you, cool you if you could it. read it again this year. Yeah, well, i got to figure out where it is first. I've had so many phones, I used to punch my phone when I got mad and throw it. So, but That's why you should always, I, always write in a journal. Don't put your writing yeah, on Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, I write, and I write on paper, too, on occasion, but that's true. But mm-hmm. I'll I'll figure it out. If anything, I'll just listen to uh, a bunch of shows before I find it. I read it on your show, <laughs> just, and just you said you wanted one. me to record it. But yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, I could do that too. Yeah. This yeah. one could include the, your twelve, uh, your twelve years anniversary, and it, and it basically just talked about your rules about uh, no word no word pornography. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and stuff like that. So, and I talked about me giving a shout out to Philip Matthew Roberts and how he invited me uh, a year and a half ago, I think it was. So, or two years, whatever. I can't remember. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. I could talk you to death, but I do need to try to get some sleep. So I haven't been sleeping good, and I don't know if if it's me or what or the AC or the heat like it got up to 95 or 98 today so my my lips are red look like I got lipstick on and they're they're there's like they're chafed and they look sunburned so but oh that's that's everything I'm going to shut up and let you get back to your show (laughs) thanks again all right sweetheart great job tonight baby thank you so much Nyla have a great night. I'll talk you to you too. next week. All right. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to go ahead and bring on area code 309. 309, you're on the air. Hello. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? I'm Groovy. 
Hey, so how have you been? Just been old nonary, that's all. <laughs> it's been a while since we've heard from you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, introduce yourself to everyone who may not know you. Oh, wow. There would be a lot of people not around as much as they used to be. Um, Mangus Khan. Um, I have a website, MangusKhan.com, where you can find uh, a few few pieces there, a couple stories, a couple uh, of prose and uh, some poetry. Um, so how have you been? I have been doing really well. Really well. I think about you all the time, wonder how you're doing. I'm just, just trying to make this brain larger. Not doing so well. Try it. So I think I will read you a bit of prose today. We think that sound good. Please, yes. The brain had cooled an August afternoon, but it was still chilled me to the bone. I walked into a diner with the raincoat pulled tight. I was heading straight to the back, hung my raincoat onto the seat. Raindrops slid down my fingertips and dropped within dropped within minutes. And there were a plate of within minutes there was a plate of hash and eggs in front of me. A cup of coffee steamed, and the waitress looked at me for a moment, smiling. Yes, it had been a while since I'd been there. And she looked as if she was going to ask but where I'd been, but thought better of it. She patted my shoulder and dashed to a perch. The hash was homemade and the eggs were lukewarm, but the coffee was on the good side of better. I looked around and as I enjoyed my meal and the diner was filled with the users. It was almost as if they were sitting in the exact same place. Ellison was fading in and out. Visibility as he listened to Wells' opinion about the status of man in the 20th century society. I sipped my coffee thinking that this was the very conversation that they would be having, except with the opposite points of view. And in the corner of the diner, I saw Odin, the one I got, eating toast, and he was chewing a mile a minute with a straw, piece of strawberry jam stuck in the corner of his mouth. He winked when he noticed me watching him and didn't. Stop chewing for a second. He was sitting sitting with him was a caramel colored man with a deep penetrating stare with an easy smile. He couldn't have been none other than Horace. One booth over was a gentleman having a conversation with himself while smoking a cigarette and and what <clears throat> and I wonder on what the other side was saying. We got him so adamant. His shirt was soaked through he stubbed out his cigarette and rolled his eye before signaling for uh, for more coffee. He picks up his quill and the raven flutters its wings. In peace. Wow. That was absolutely incredible. I have missed hearing you read. You know, I and, and forgive me if I get the thing. What was the story you were letting me read where Elvis was dead in a bus in a lake or something like that? You were letting me read this story where somebody, I I think somebody was dead, like a celebrity. 
Mm. It's been so many yeah. years ago. I can't remember now. Uh, yeah, I wrote, you know, I was, and back then I was writing every day about anything and any and everything. It's original telling <laughs> what I was writing about at that time. Or it was somebody in an old folks' home that talked to Elvis or, oh, God, I don't remember. Oh, there was a, a story about a guy in a wheelchair. That's it. Yeah, oh, that's wow. It. Yeah, that was, ooh, wow, that's a long time ago. I know, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was still remember the that story. Mile. Obviously not as well as wow. I thought, but I still remember that story. <laughs> right, right, right. I was I know, part was of a Elvis dead in a bus doing. under the water, and the guy was, you know, that story. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm going to have to write that story so you can make it right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Mm-hmm. Well, honey, it is really good to hear from you. I do think about you all the time, and I'm glad to know that you're doing well. And, uh, you know, try to try to do this more often. Yeah, I have. Uh, Jamie Bond has been on me for, uh, I'd say, about a year and a half about getting back to writing her and Reese. <laughs> And uh, and uh, I've done a little bit here and there. And that piece I just read to you today was just something that I was thinking about sitting in the chair. So I picked up my notebook and grabbed a pen and and wrote till I was done. <laughs> There's more to it, but that's enough for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. All right, my dear. Great job, sweetheart. Thank you. It's good talking to you. You're very welcome. It's good to talk to you, too. Bye-bye, hon. Bye-bye. All right. So let's see if Soldier Blue wanted to come back on. Hey, Soldier Blue, did you jump back up in the lineup? Hello? Oh, hi. This isn't Soldier Blue. Who is no, this? No, no. It's Lady Blue. I think you said she had two six tens. I had such a hard time getting in. I see my name is up twice even on your board. <laughs> so I, said, so I, said, I wrote Blue. I wrote Blue after your name, and so I'm thinking Soldier Blue. Did you want to read another piece to close out the show, honey? I would love to. I would love to. Okay. I have this piece called Gatekeeper, and the music is... Bill King, Summer Heat. Here we go. The first tear, the one that pushes through so the others can flow, the one that you try to hold back, keep inside, by bracing up, being strong, because Her feelings are not held in this temple, but they come. Tears of pain, sorrow, regret, find their way into the best of souls. They come, even though they are hard to accept. They come and do their job. Their job is to flush the pain out all the way out, 
but the inners cannot be cleansed by just the first tear. It is the gatekeeper that lets the others through, show them the way to come out, the way to triple down to acceptance of the pain, so that eventually it will cease and they will stop. Because the first tear, although significant, is just the beginning. No, the inners cannot be cleansed by just the first tear. It is the gatekeeper that lets the others through, show them the way to come out, the way to trip down to acceptance of the pain, so that eventually the pain will cease and tears will stop. Because the first tear, although significant, is really just beginning. Trust me. That's it. And the music is Bill King's Summer Heat. Fantastic piece, my dear. Thank you, darling, for letting me have a night of poetry. Those two pieces was awesome <laughs> for me. <laughs> you know, I heard a girl say on the show uh, something about her, uh, I think it was, uh, she was, um, somebody was talking about, um, Mangoes and how sensuous they were. She said she was a plus size girl. That's how I feel about poetry tonight. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to say poetry out loud to somebody. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you, darling. You made my night. Well, it was a pleasure having you here. I always enjoy it when you stop by, baby girl. Thank you, darling. Take care, You're everyone. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Nala, for keeping it going so strong and so long. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, sweetheart. We'll talk to you soon, honey. All right. Good night. Good night. All right, everyone. You have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. Very excited we were all here tonight. Cannot wait to see what we're going to be doing next week for you with the workshops, so make sure you watch my board, tune in, listen. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Back to live open mics a week after that. And with that said, let's go ahead and close out the show. I'm going to close out the show with a track by, I think, Eddie Oliver, if I can find it real quick. This is pretty cool. This is a really nice piece by Eddie Oliver. It's called New Beginnings. We'll talk to all of you next week. Good night, everybody. written it, it be the first chapter, I call it life, beautiful as it is in, in the beginning, never thinking about an ending, just thinking about building, creating that solid foundation to stand on, trusting, hoping that you don't stand alone, just, just hoping, nose wide open, walking on faith, just trying to keep pace, trying not to lose the race of, of everyday, everyday life. Sitting in a little coffee shop, just sipping, writing, 
to the naked eye doing nothing exciting, man. She was just sipping, right? But it was something about her. Something that made me wonder as she sat there alone over yonder just sipping, writing. What was she writing? Was it poetry? She looked up, man, and, and she finally noticed me and, and she smiled. So beautiful it was, like like looking at the river now because cause so beautiful she was. So, so I smiled. She went back to writing. Doing nothing exciting, man. It's, and, and I just stood there and admired and wanted to walk on over and introduce myself. But because of my shyness, I decided to retire to a chair two tables down. Quiet without a hint of a sound, I just sat there sipping, gazing, admiring her from a distance because her beauty and her innocence were so amazing. Her, her smile was so intoxicating. Her, her eyes were so engaging. The, the ten-second glance made my heart start racing. If I was high on drugs, straight free base. I just sat there and daydreamed of, of me and her taking flights to far off places, turning off our cell phones while, while we took long vacations in, in hard to reach nations. Made me wonder who was this lady. It kept me sipping, gazing, driving me half crazy with anticipation. Nervous I am. She got me caught up in her aura like, like. Like damn, <laughs> yo, who is this lady? Latte sipping, coffee shop chilling. <laughs> I'm yet to know her name, but somehow I seem to be catching feelings. I wonder, I ponder, does she come here often? Or will she be interested in me and her doing some get to know you talking? And hope that maybe we can become good friends and do some park walking. Hold up. I find that I'm jealous of the way that she holds that pen. I kind of wish that it was me that she was holding. I kind of wish that I was that napkin that she was folding, touching. It's like behind our coffee cups, man, we're playing a sexy game of seduction, hiding, peeking. She's got my attention, no diversions, no interruptions, just, just gazing, lusting, hiding, seeking. Every time she sits on her cup, it, it hides that devilish grin like she wants to sing. Like she's flirting, inviting me to come on over, come on in. I wish it was me that she was sipping. Should I say I wish it was me that she was kissing? See, this be beautiful beginning. Beginning be the alpha. As it is written, it be the first chapter. They call it life. life. Beautiful as it is in the beginning. Never thinking about an ending, just, just thinking about building. Creating that solid foundation to stand on. Trusting that you don't stand alone. Just, just hoping. Nose wide open. Walking on faith. Just trying to keep pace. Trying not to lose the race of everyday life. Life. Kissing on a white sandy beach Making love surrounded by palm trees I worship you because you made me believe that That God, that God said that you and I Are you and I were meant to be You are so heavenly I can't help but believe that That God sent you to me because You put me at peace and And to him I am forever grateful I know sometimes baby that I can be a handful And for that I apologize 
melt me with those maple brown eyes. But you handle me like, like the way trees flow in an autumn breeze, so gentle, so smooth, I, I can't help but be in love with you, because you make it so easy. Sleep with me, dream with me, to a far off place where, where no one can find us, where it's just us, caught up in the rush of our lust as we make love from dawn to dust, as I look down and see you beneath me, looking up at me, smiling, sometimes staring me down, making love to me with your eyes as you hold on tight for the ride, I I love you, I love, I love the feel of your thigh. The way your flesh feels against my flesh, the way your chest feels against my chest, the way we pause, we take deep breaths, deep, deep, deep breaths. Just the thought of knowing that you are mine makes me lose all track of time. So we end up making love for hours just, just because there's nothing else to do. It's just you on top of me and me on top of you. With the sweetest smell of romance in the room, I, I take a whiff to consume the perfume because I want to smell of you with, with me all day. Just one whiff, just one sniff takes my breath away. Got me finding, got me finding, got me fiending, got me fiending, got me fiending to see you on the next day. In the exact same way. Me looking down at you and you staring up at me. Can't think of a better position for us to be, so just love me. And if you feel it in your heart, girl, you're just married. With the thought of knowing that this is what God always wanted us to be. You see, it's beautiful in the beginning. The beginning is the alpha. The beginning be the alpha as it is written. It, it be the first chapter they call life. Beautiful as it is in the beginning. Never thinking about an ending just... Just thinking about building, creating that solid foundation to stand on, trusting, hoping that you don't stand alone, man, just, just hoping, nose wide open, walking on faith, just trying to keep pace, trying not to lose the race of everyday life, 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 life. You see this? This be my Monday morning blue. I find myself caught up in the rapture, just longing, longing for her, missing her, her heavenly touch, oh, so very much, like I didn't just see her on Sunday, yet I find myself daydreaming about her, I find myself daydreaming about her all day, all day on Monday, daydreaming about all the love making we did over the weekend to no end, it just got me longing. Daydreaming about her once again as I long for her kiss. I look at my t-shirt that she had online across my bed and I can't help but reminisce. I pick it up and pull it close to me. Close my eyes, take a deep breath and I can smell her scent. Reminding me once again of the time that we spent just, just love making. Smell is something out of a, a bath and body works and the sweet smelling aroma is enough to drop me to my knees as I shake my head like like I'm about to repent. It's just the smell of moonlight path reminding me of our sexy, sexy hour-long bubble bath or was it the smell of a midnight pomegranate? You see, it's been less than 24 hours, y'all, since she's been gone and, and already, man, already I can't stand it. I'm just lonely, longing for her. I'm fine. I'm fiending. I'm fine. I'm fiending for her love like an addict addicted to a drug. She, she got, she got me on that crack, y'all. I got to have it like that Spike Lee joint. Y'all, I need it. You see, I, I need it, y'all. I, I need it in the worst way. Like a fiend that, that can't stay clean. Look, look at me, y'all. She, she got me shaking. 
She got me shaking just thinking about the crazy love Making I'm going through withdrawal From the lack of it all From the lack of her kiss From the lack of her touch From the lack of her love that I miss Oh, so much And she just left this homeboy alone Like, like yesterday You see, this be my Monday morning blues I'm gonna be this way until the weekend rolls back around. Just fine. Just fiending. Just fiending, y'all. I'm gonna be this way until her. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.